Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. What about Aub? Safula. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. Don't go over the rules. It'll take forever. Let's just get to the draft. Let's get to pumping. I got a little taco meat on my chest. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm going to be screaming, too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250 and 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com, and also on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you are following us on social media because during this fall camp and East Carolina preseason, we've got all of our coach interviews player interviews pictures video available on twitter facebook instagram make sure you're following us there and all those interviews in their entirety can be seen on youtube at pirate radio tv so it's all there for you as we are locked and loaded just one more saturday with no college football just two more saturdays with no east carolina football before the Pirates take on NC State at Dottie Ficklin Stadium to open up the season September 3rd. So we are fired up, ready to go. And it is a Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live coming up in just a little bit. We'll hear from East Carolina rush in Jeremy Lewis, also Pirate linebackers Miles Berry and Xavier Smith going to join us later on in the show. East Carolina running back Rajay Harris will join us in the 4 o'clock hour. Holden Ayler is coming up at 5 o'clock and his new target Isaiah Winstead in the 5 o'clock hour as well. So stick around for all those interviews throughout the show. Shirley Rhodes is back. Chan Man is here. Troy D to my left as we get things cranked up here on a Monday, Troy. Good to see you, Clip. Uh, man, it is getting closer and closer. I was talking with LRB earlier. You know, two weeks away, basically, until you know, this Thursday to the Pirate Radio kickoff party, which really starts the, the whole season, if you will. But uh, it's going to be a fast two weeks. It sounds like a lot of time, but it's not. And uh, just left the State Theater, met with their management team. Man, we got a lot of cool stuff planned for that. That is going to be such a fun party. Come September 1st at the State Theater right here in downtown Greenville. Ticket sales are going tremendous. This thing is going to sell out. Um, so I, we are getting down. Uh, there, there's not a ton of tickets left. Let me just say that. So I, if you've been waiting on the sideline, tickets are only $10. All that money does go to charity, local, four local charities here in Greenville. Uh, I would not wait till the last week because once we're sold out, this is a ticketed event. I will not, I will not be able to get you in. So don't contact me if you can't get a ticket now. Tickets available, PR927FM.com for just 10 bucks. So go ahead and get them right now. All right, let's start the interviews inside the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday and head out to the Pitt Electric Live Line. And we are joined by East Carolina tight end Ryan Jones. Ryan, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Fantastic. And uh, as you can tell, we're excited about football. I know you are as well, Ryan. Let's talk about the first scrimmage uh, of the fall camp season. How did it go for you and the offense on Saturday? Um, the first scrimmage for me was definitely more, uh, I felt way more comfortable. Just um, after this being my second year in the offense, you know, so I mean, I just felt more comfortable as a player. And I mean, as a team, as an offense, I feel like we really had a lot of guys making big plays. I mean, together we gelled and uh, just had a really good scrimmage all together. 
Thank you, Holden said uh, a couple of drives uh, with the first team, right? How, how many snaps did you get on Saturday, Ron? Uh, I think it was around like 30, well, yeah, 20 to 30 snaps. All right, pretty good number there, and you got to go up against uh, a competitive defense as well, and uh, the old iron sharpens iron. I've heard that a lot today talking to some of the players, and uh, that's the case, right, when you're taking on East Carolina's first-team defense. Yeah, definitely. We definitely uh, uh, we feed off of each other. You know what I mean? It feels good going against a guy that's going to make you compete to your highest level. So, I mean, we're definitely feeding off of each other and uh, just helping each other grind it out, you know. Ryan, this is Troy D. What are you working on now for the next couple of weeks as you head into the season opener? What do you want to fine-tune personally, and uh, what does the team need to work on the most? Uh, personally, it's just more so for myself. I just want to uh, make sure I'm not having any – missed anything. I'm just really on top of what I need to do and um, just really having the, uh, the playbook locked down. You know, but um, as a team, I feel like we're now transitioning more so into looking kind of – or we're peeking into like more so what State's doing. You know, so we have to look uh, – look uh in that direction you know with the with the game only two weeks away but i mean as overall i feel like we're really um just coming together and just really understanding and uh feeling comfortable comfortable with each other Ryan, both uh nc state and east carolina kind of the same situation you can scout them but it's a totally new team this year versus last year they've got the same problem on ecu they can look at past things from last year but that doesn't mean that's going to be exactly how it is this year so how do you scout a team like nc state that has yet to play a game this year yeah i mean i feel like from that standpoint even if you have new players uh the coach's philosophy kind of stays the same you know so i mean even some things from uh last year that they did with the with the old players they had they would still probably do the same thing just use these players in a different way i mean we're doing something similar in the same aspect you know we have way more I wouldn't say way more time, but we have a lot of guys that are making a lot of plays. So, I mean, we're going to have a, basically a whole different offense than what they seen last year. So, Ryan Jones joining us uh, inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Ryan, you've had a couple of full pads days and a scrimmage since the team had to take a day off last week due to a, uh, a sickness going around the guys. So, were you one of the sick pirates last week, or were you able to remain unscathed there? Yeah, sadly, I was one of them. It didn't hit me as bad, but uh, yeah, I was down for a little bit. But luckily, it didn't. It didn't hold me out like it did some of the guys. They said it was like a, a foodborne illness. Sometimes those things strike fast, but then they leave fast too. Is that basically what you've heard? Yeah, basically that's kind of how it was amongst the team. You know, what I mean, some guys kind of got it worse, but really, mess. Really, everybody was back after uh, after like a day, day or so. So yeah, Tuesday you guys were off. I know some guys were back out of practice on Wednesday, but not the full team. Were you able to go last Wednesday? Yeah, yes, sir. How? Uh, I mean, did you feel any different out there? Did it take you another uh, day to kind of get your legs back and conditioning and all that? Yeah, um, I was still kind of dealing with some stuff from it, but I mean, if I can practice, I'm gonna practice. So it kind of it was it was a tough practice, but um, it was good to be out there instead of you know being laid up just feeling sick yeah i guess better now than like week four during the season right let's get that out of the way now right yeah let's get all the extra adversity stuff out the way ryan jones joining us here uh on the pit electric uh live line troy d as we talk to the tight end special welcome to our friends at pit electric our new sponsor on the live line you had a good line earlier clip i said how 
how do you think things will go on the pit electric live line and you said adds a little spark troy did nicely done that's why he's a pro folks don't try that at home uh thanks ryan. for the fake chuckle ryan i appreciate that <laughs> ryan you're the first official live guest now on the pit electric live line so you, there's a little trivia question for clip sports <laughs> trivia at aj's one night um ryan how are you doing physically everything's still going pretty good for you yeah everything good it's probably the best my body's felt going into a season in like a long time so i mean i'm feeling really well uh, mentally physically so i mean i'm in a good space talked to xavier smith earlier you'll hear it later on in the show but i asked him you know is it when you go full pads when you go scrimmage is it like a, a fall saturday and he said yes it's a hundred percent when it's when you're out there you're going a hundred percent if not you, you might get banged up mm-hmm. so do you feel it uh those days ryan uh, do you, does it feel like you, you played in the game when you uh, have those full pad practices yeah i feel like anytime you play in, in the stadium you always have that that extra juice i mean that really helps uh, feed into like the game scenarios. I mean, the offense, like the defense, when we play against them, they always give us uh, their best. I mean, it's a lot of periods. So, I mean, if you're not playing to your full, you will get hurt from that. So, I mean, just playing the stadium and everything, it really helps uh, feed into like a game, a, a true Saturday game day. I, I agree with you, Ron. I, you can't go half speed on stuff like this because that's how you get hurt. You you got to get get right in the head and go go full speed even on a scrimmage and uh it is a game-like situation it's just your opponent is the, your teammates right ryan jones joining us ryan uh, uh can you give us anything i know pirate fans are excited to see you this year so where where have you been lining up have you been on the line in the slot a little bit of everything so far yeah um this year i'd say i'm definitely going to be moving around a lot more uh, i've been learning really this whole uh this whole season, I've been trying to uh, just learn the whole playbook. And I mean, we're moving guys around, so I mean, it's going to be a lot of movement. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be like the same offense as last year, but just some nuances added. But um, yeah, it's going to be a good season. Ryan Jones joining us. Ryan, uh, have you graduated yet? Do you have your degree? Yeah, I graduated. So I'm a graduate. So I graduated right. uh, fall of 2020. But um, I graduate again in the spring. But I won't be. I won't be. A, I'll be a student, but I won't be on campus at ECU. Right. So you don't have maybe a huge class load, maybe like some of the underclassmen coming up. I was going to ask, what's it like to to go back into the school portion of this? But it, you got a, a pretty light load, I would imagine, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, no big deal for you then. Yeah. No. Nah, I mean, this is. I'm an older guy, so I mean, once the season rolls around, the school rolls around. I kind of. I kind of how to uh, how to manage all that stuff. All right, there you go. So it's uh, it's football because uh, that the fall camp portion ends this week, right, Ryan? And then you'll kind of start to dive into regular uh, season practice. And I don't know when do you guys really start to focus on NC State out there? Will that be next week? Um, I know a little bit from the special teams. We're really getting into NC State stuff, but it'll be the following week when we really uh, dive full in on uh, on NC State. Ron, this is Chandler. I was just wondering, you come in last year in, in fall camp, fresh off the transfer portal, and uh, in your first year at, here at East Carolina, you lead the team in reception touchdowns with five. Do you look back at that and go, man, I could do way more than that this year? How much does that help you at a, in a confidence standpoint, and do you have a goal for reception touchdowns this year? Um, I would say just, just knowing from the stuff that I did last year, it definitely makes me more confident because I feel – like I understand what I'm doing uh, this year opposed to last year. But, I mean, more so this year I feel like as a team we're more so just focused on, uh, like, how can we contribute to what the team's doing. So, I mean, as long as everyone's doing their job, I know my uh, 
receptions or everything's going to go well. So, I mean, I'm more so just focused on how I can be the biggest contribution to uh, the offense this year. Ryan, uh, did you watch any football this weekend? You got week one of the preseason going on. Did you catch any games, or did you uh, get away from football? Yeah, I checked out the um, the Broncos and Cowboys game, and then I also checked out the, um, the Steelers game. Check out our, our guys from last year. Well, the Cowboys had, I think, 17 penalties, so hopefully you should watch what not to do on the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. And, uh, yeah, it was cool to see Tyler Sneed catching some passes for the Steelers the other night. He looked the part out there, Ryan. It was cool to see one. Yeah. It's see a, cool seeing him out there. The uh, the Bears look terrible, but didn't see many starters this week. With oh, they're the, going to uh, look terrible. So I was hoping it's just because the starters weren't playing, <laughs> but you'll have to uh, consult your own team and see how they did. Yeah, keep hoping on that one, Troy D. It's going to be a rough year for the Bears. I know. May have asked you this, Ryan, but uh, refresh our memories. Who are your your favorite tight ends to watch and uh, and maybe model your game after a little bit. Who do you enjoy watching play? Um, the main guys I've watched, because well, I watch uh, this guy, John New Smith, he plays with the, with yeah. the Patriots. That's the guys I watch. And then also another is uh, Aaron Hernandez, you know. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Everybody type. Yeah, yeah. Only as a football player, not as a person. Yeah. Separate the art from the artist. I just want want people to understand in case they caught this midstream what we're talking about. Yeah, that's right. Now I do remember that. Janu now with the the Patriots. I do. I was uh, going through some of Bryce's football cards and I came across a mint condition Aaron Hernandez football card and I was wondering if there was Hmm. any value to that. Ryan might buy it or there's some uh, (laughs) (laughs) some sick (laughs) there's there's probably a group of people out there that might like to have that. And uh, the Patriots have Hunter Henry and uh, John U. Smith, and they love to throw to tight ends. And you talk about this team, uh, Mike Houston had to remind everybody that, hey, uh, Shane Calhoun's a good football player. We talk a lot about Ryan Jones, and sometimes uh, we forget about Shane, but uh, he's a good one, too. We'll see a lot of him on the field this year, right, Ryan? Definitely, yes, sir. Yeah, and Aaron Jarman. I mean, heck, Tyler Savage moving in. You All of a sudden. Yeah, our whole, yeah, our whole room is stocked and loaded. You know, we have guys that can uh, – pass block catch the ball so i mean we're really a well-rounded room ryan jones joining us troy d you got anything else no i just uh appreciate your time ryan i know this is a busy uh busy time for you hopefully maybe uh, things get back to normal i'm losing track of the schedule is it next week where they go back in or you got one more week of camp after this week i think camp ends this week right this is our last week okay so you have next monday off might be able to get back to a more normal schedule with you guys get you back in the studio hopefully starting next monday but uh really and we'll see you saturday at media day so you're gonna get sick of us pretty soon but we'll (laughs) talk to you then too (laughs) but but ryan appreciate your time as always keep up the good work and we'll see you soon Yes, sir. Thank you. Ryan Jones, East Carolina tight end, joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. And as Troy D. said, trivia question, our first guest ever on the Pit Electric live line. Pit Electric, your trusted electrical partner since 1981. Born the same year as Clip Brock, Troy D. What a year. (laughs) Yeah, right. And ENC's premier electrical contractor for the past 40-plus years. Just like you. Oh, my God. I didn't like to read that. You've been electric for 40 years. Uh, Pit Electric is hiring. You can join the team today by going to pitelectric.com. Thanks to our friends at Pit Electric for their uh, tremendous support, and we look forward to having them with us uh, all year long on the Pit Electric Live Line. Ryan Jones is going to be a big-time weapon, so as Chandler said, uh, he is the leading receiver yards-wise returning to this team, but leading touchdown scorer last year which is an interesting stat. Yeah, you don't think about that. But his very it's, first year as a Pirate. 
And as a tight end, too, is which is a position group that we have not seen do well or produce since a guy like Bryce Williams. And again, one ball. Like, you expect him to have more touchdowns this year, but how many is Isaiah Winstead going to have? Is, you know, Keaton Mitchell and Rajah Harris, does their number go up? So, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the number's going to be. I do know he's going to be a key part of this Pirate offense. Well, like you, I heard um, Coach Houston on with Brian Bailey, you know, last week or so, and he was like, "Look, there's only one ball, as you said, to go around, and there's a lot of talented guys, a lot of playmakers on this team." And I think that's what we've missed in the past clip. I mean, we've been doing this so long, you've kind of seen the ebbs and flows of Pirate football, the good times and the not so good times. It's whenever we are at our best, we being East Carolina. We have awesome playmakers, and this this team, uh, especially you know when you look at the offense, man, there are a lot of guys that have potential to score every time they touch the ball. You know whether it's running back or receiver, whether you're quarterback, you know it, it's this is one of the most dangerous offenses I've seen for East Carolina in a long time. And it sounds like uh, yeah that Isaiah Winstead is quickly becoming one of those guys that. Uh, is going to be a go-to guy in this offense. It also sounds like C.J. Johnson has come back with a with a, a vengeance, if you will. head on his shoulders, yeah. and and Donnie Kirkpatrick it's, said his effort's been the best it's ever been. So everybody's fighting, and that makes everybody better. Right? C.J. Johnson, I mean, ha- has uh, honestly pro talent. What he needs is to keep it together off the field, and I think he's kind of new and improved, let's say, this year. And if he's got his head together, man, that's like having a bonus player uh, because he's always had the talent and being able to have a second chance now. A lot of times, you know, you don't always get a second chance. C.J. Johnson's been given a second chance. Will he make the most of it? Will he let that opportunity give him a chance to shine? like we all think he can and know he can. So I think he will. I think he, he's kind of seen the outside. He's been on the outside looking in, and now he's back within the program through hard work and dedication. So uh, he's another almost like bonus player this year, Clip, that wasn't on the roster when we went into spring ball. Exactly. Um, Wait, it's crazy that we're talking about the the explosiveness, the weapons, you know, the, the potential productivity of this offense. And you go back to January of this year, I mean, there was a lot of concerns. There was a lot of questions when it comes to the offense because you have Tyler Sneed going to the draft. Audio Mato shows out. You have C.J. Johnson, who had just got suspended. But good job by Mike Mike Houston hitting the portal and getting these guys. (laughs) And now we're sitting here in kind of in an exciting mode talking about guys like Isaiah Winstead. And we're talking to guys like uh, 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 Georgia transfer and Jalen Johnson. So uh, it's just crazy how it's been a, a a complete turn and as we just talked to ryan jones a a guy that can catch the ball and be dangerous a guy that can block and open up a game winning you know uh score for somebody a guy that can run i mean he uh, he's one of those versatile players that could do almost anything on this offense looking forward to seeing year two of ryan jones and uh and year one of isaiah winstead we'll talk to winstead later on in the show and once again just to recap it four o'clock miles berry 420 ish Rajay Harris for 40-ish Xavier Smith. And in the 5 o'clock hour, we've got Holton Aylers and Isaiah Winstead. And just to remind folks, because a lot of people don't follow it as close as we do, Clip, but uh, Ryan Jones is a guy not too far removed from the Oklahoma Sooner program. So, I mean, that's on the a, de- On the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, but still, <laughs> an athlete good enough to be on Oklahoma's team, that's saying something. They put their pants on the same way we do. <laughs> They do, but a good pickup nonetheless. Their pants are red, though. (laughs) Our pants are purple. (laughs) Or black. I'm not even trying to do a good Lou Holtz. I'm uh, I'm going to do a bad Lou Holtz. What what if you got stuck in Lou Holtz mode and you ended up having to talk like that the whole day? I do a whole show like this. (laughs) 
I told you Jeremy Lewis just like this. <laughs> we were Holtz Day. We had, of course, Skip Holtz earlier. I heard Skip. <laughs> how, how, how was Skip on the Brian Bailey show? Skip was good. I got to go back. It's going to replay if you're listening to a live edition, 6 o'clock tonight. I'm going to have to go back and hear it. I was in the lunch meeting and missed it, but I was asking you how. You know, Skip's always a uh, likable guy, always uh, not never short of words. He was good. He said, don't count him out. He might go back to college football, might go to NFL, might stay USFL. All right, so anything's possible. Bailey also talked to Mike Oresco, <laughs> commissioner of the American Athletic Conference. It was a good conversation. Oh, we have well. Mike Oresco here. Well, that was that's just fantastic. How, how do you think the interview went, Mike? I thought it was great. Brian Bailey's one of the best interviewers when you think about local sports guys there and you think about your, you know, Billy Weaver who's now into poo and things like that, but <laughs> Brian North and uh, and Gully and uh, and then those guys, they do a great job. I've talked to you multiple times, Mike. Well, Troy and Jonathan are, are two of the best. And when we do radio interviews down there in Greenville, you think about radio guys like Jim Rome and, and Mike and the Mad Dog. I mean, Troy Dean, I'll be right up there near the top. They're fantastic. God, you do Mike Oresco better than Mike Oresco. Well, I do a pretty good Mike Oresco. <laughs> Nobody's really Mike Oresco, but I kind of am Mike Oresco. So I'm pretty fantastic. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, Some good athletes that came out of East Carolina, Mike. Man, I know, I'll tell you what. You want to go back? And today, Troy, I don't know. Did you hear the interview today? I did not. I, I, was, I was saying I've got to go back and hear the show. Well, you're but... really going to enjoy it because I mentioned the names of Jeff Blank and Robert Jones. Oh, yes. Some of your all-time favorite pirates. Not only favorite pirates, but proud to call those guys friends. Some of your best friends. (laughs) And and friends, you know, you can pick your friends. You can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. You can pick your nose. So sometimes (laughs) blood is thicker than water. I like to think that sometimes friends can turn into family. It's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Friends are your family that you choose. I always like to think it like that. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bailey. We took your guest from earlier. Golly, that was I'm feeling good on this Monday. Damn, you almost have it. Like, if I close my eyes and just start <laughs> to, like, think I'm talking to Mike Caresco, like, you could have me. Fo- like, it's like a good movie, like an actor that does a good movie. You forget that it's Tom Hanks in that role or whatever. You know, you get so sucked into the movie. Like, Clip, you had me believing for a second I was talking to Mike Caresco. You trying to say my Lou Ho thing, dude? You don't think I'm Lou Ho? <laughs> <laughs> your Lou Holtz is good. Chandler. Your Mike Oresco is great. Chandler, you better watch out. There's a new impression. Yeah, I know. Man I'm town. getting kind of yeah. worried. Yeah. And I'll come yeah. in with every once in a while with one. You know. I think you've done Lou Holtz. Holt. <laughs> <laughs> you've done Lou Holtz before. I can say Lou Holtz is dead. Oh, boy. Yeah, I need to watch out. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Jeremy Lewis on deck, the former South Central product going to talk to him about all right so troy if you're keeping score at home by the way i've uh due to their schedules i've already talked to these other yes, players i'm aware we're going to get jeremy live yes uh but i've talked to miles barry rajay xavier holton isaiah yeah um ryan jones was affected by the sickness last week i'll let you guess out of these five guys i've already talked to how many are you going to say were negatively affected last week all right uh, i'm going to say holton was affected ding 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 I'm going to say Isaiah was affected. Isaiah, I don't believe was. Okay. All right. Um, I think Miles Berry 
that guy eats a lot definitely affected by it <laughs> well you want me to go and tell you yeah holden was the only guy really that said he was affected wow, stunner xavier smith said survival of the fittest he said nothing was going to touch his body wow negatively i like so, his confidence and swagger uh rajay miles they all said they were lucky so uh, yeah, okay. it got holden and it got ryan jones apparently yeah and we'll find out about jeremy when we yeah. talk to him go for that meatloaf <laughs> well holden Alleged. didn't touch the meatloaf well it well well, well, maybe well. the meatloaf touched something else. Donnie, that they I can see who else didn't well, touch it. It well, was me. <laughs> maybe the serving utensils got shared, and there was some cross contamination. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm uh, path a lot. What's it called? Pathologist, maybe. Right. Well, sounds good enough to me, Clip. But you are a pathological liar. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Uh, Coach uh, Kirkpatrick, did you get sick last week? Well, I, I can tell you right now, no, I did not. Is that Kermit the Frog or <laughs> Coach Kirkpatrick? Turn the ball to Ryan James. <laughs> I don't think my Donnie sounds I think like you need it. to slow down a little bit and get a little more tw- twangy. Well, like that? <laughs> How's that sound for you? Really, it's all I'm about tr- the wheel. Well, well, well. 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 All right, I uh, didn't touch the meatloaf. Good, good call there, Coach. Uh, we will. We did hear from Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell earlier today. You can check those out on our social media accounts and uh, got it in full on YouTube. And we'll bring those comments to you if we have time today. If not, we'll run them tomorrow. We got a lot of players to get to today. Uh, we'll go and take a break and uh, line up Jeremy Lewis, Troy D. All right, sounds good. And talk to him as we roll on a Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. More to go on this Monday. Back with you after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right. Uh, busy week, fun week on tap because the high school football season cranks up this Friday night. We'll have D.H. Conley football right back here on Pirate Radio for another year as they'll begin their season on Friday night. High school huddle with Morgan Aylers coming up at 6 o'clock. So high school football is back. We got just one more Saturday without college football. Week zero beginning uh, coming up in late August, August the 27th. And the Pirates will get underway coming up Saturday, September 3rd against NC State. Uh, Troy D alongside as we go back inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Joining us on the Pit Electric Live line is Jeremy Lewis, uh, former South Central Falcon, joining us today. Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm good. Can't complain. How about yourself? Doing great. Uh, Jeremy, we used to see you on the Friday night highlights, uh, making tackles, quarterback sacks, and also catching touchdowns. Do you ever miss uh, the offensive side of the ball, or do you have a happy home there now at defense? Oh, I definitely have a happy home, but back in my high school days, I miss I miss those days. I was, a, I was probably about 200 pounds. You know, I could move a little bit quicker and jump a little bit higher. So, you know, I definitely miss that side of, the, that side of my offense. 
What uh, speaking of which, what's your uh, your playing weight? Are you where you want to be right now? Uh, and and what do you weigh right now? Oh, uh, right now I'm sitting at two thirty five, and yeah. Is that a good spot for you to be in? Yeah. Well, personally, I feel like I'm moving my best. At my 235, I started camp at 240. I was 242, matter of fact, before camp. But, you know, you're you going to lose a couple pounds during camp. So then I lost a couple pounds, and I'm sitting there here waving around this 235 weight. And I feel like I'm moving pretty good. I'm able to uh, get up and down the field, pursuit to the ball, not as tired. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure this offseason, though, I'm going to try to gain, the, gain, gain a lot. And so that 242 stick, and it's all muscle. Jeremy, we were pulling the guys today as far as you said you're feeling good. What about last week? You know, you had that little, uh, seemed like a foodborne illness run through half the team. Uh, did that affect you? Oh, yeah, it got, it got me pretty good. I mean, I lost lost a couple pounds off that. But I'm pretty sure as a team, we handled it professionally. We bounced back. And, you know, we didn't let it, uh, didn't let it, didn't let it affect our camp. So, yeah, we're good. Now, Xavier Smith said it was survival of the fittest. He said his body's not going to be affected by that, uh, Jeremy. So what's what's wrong with your body there? <laughs> I, I think it was something, you know, everybody ate. Some people did it, so, you know. It, I know. It was just another reason for Xavier to talk junk about something. That's all it was. So. He always talking junk, man. I'm going to get him. <laughs> and it was confirmed by Rajay Harris. You, you said, Jeremy, you enjoy talking on the defensive side of the ball. Rajay said that you and Xavier never shut up. So, I know uh, you like talking to opponents. I guess you like talking to your own team during scrimmages and uh, and, and good on good, right? Yeah, most most definitely. Sometimes my 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 junk talking kind of fuels me, fuels the defense as well. So once we bring that energy, you know, that energy travels throughout the team, and we play, we begin playing our best. And, and Jeremy, you don't have to say where it was from, but what what did you eat that made you feel bad? Uh, I don't know. We just ate. I, I ate breakfast, and I don't know. Later that night, I guess it was something. I don't know what it was specifically that we had, but. Later that night, you know, I just got home and I had to use the bathroom almost all night. So, but it is what it is now. Yeah. I know uh, some of the guys missed practice on Wednesday. Where I know everybody missed Tuesday. Did you miss Wednesday as well, or were you back out there? I had missed I had missed Wednesday because of my uh, weight, so I had lost hmm. a certain amount of pounds, and then I had to gain it back. But I got it back up, and I'm back to normal now. So yeah, I had missed Wednesday too. Flip side for folks trying to lose weight, quite the diet program. Clip, you know, <laughs> well, it sounds like running during uh, fall camp and then a food illness. Uh, yeah, well, will, you want to drop shape. the pounds? Yeah, exactly. Maybe I need to uh, participate in this deal. But uh, glad you're doing better, Jeremy. And it seems like everybody's back to 100 percent this week. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Uh, Jeremy, I asked uh, Holton, you know, what guys were giving him issues, giving the offense issues out there. And the first guy he said was Blake Harrell because he said uh, that the defense has been throwing some some dummy looks and trying to disguise what they're doing. And it sounds like Blake, uh, Coach Harrell, has added a lot to that defensive side of the ball, uh, even this fall camp. Yeah, Coach Harrell is one of the smartest coaches I've ever played for. He can see a formation right then and there and know what he wants to come out in and how to defend that 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 formation because you can only run a certain amount of plays in certain formation and he knows that and he'll put us he love he always puts us in the best formation or the best call to make a play so yeah he he's one of the smartest coaches i've ever seen and you gotta have smart players too jeremy so at this point in your career are you you know kind of caught up with all the the film study the getting the playbook that kind of stuff 
Oh yeah, most definitely. Me playing, me having a co- uh, two years of offensive experience, I can I can see certain formations and know what's coming as well. And and us being a veteran defense, I, my my boys beside me, they also can do the same thing. So we like to call stuff out, you know, and give give different hints and on the field, so we know what what may come and be prepared to stop it. Jeremy, we've seen you make plays on the field. I've been asking the guys, what uh, younger guys have stood out? Maybe if you could name one on the offense, one on the defense. What what, what young players have stepped up uh, this fall camp that have caught your eye? Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I really like Isaiah Brown Murray. Uh, he'd be a freshman corner, came in at a huff, and he's been making plays ever since the spring. And also on the D-line, J.D. Lampley is a big boy. He, he's going to be a freak once he gets – like once he – once he builds his IQ of the game, he's going to be a freak. And um, on the offensive side of the ball, I really like um, it's a running back. Ah, oh, what's his name? Marlon. Marlon. Mm-hmm. Marlon. He's pretty good. Pretty good running back out there. He's number twenty-one. And those guys, those young guys, they're going to be pretty good. And uh, it really sounds like this team has added depth. Uh, so it's great to have those young guys, and hopefully they can come in and and you know redshirt and and get stronger instead of play right away. I know. Uh, Mike Houston had to play a lot of guys right away early in their career. I think, including yourself, right, Jeremy? Yes, yes, sir. I had to had to find my role to get to make the travel stop, travel travel bus. I played a little special teams, a little punt, a little kickoff return, and also was uh, on PAT field goal block. So played a little tight end too, but majority of my freshman year was special teams. Uh, do, do you play any more special teams now, or are you uh, just locked in there to your uh, your edge spot? Oh yeah, sir. Most definitely trying to trying to play as much special teams as possible so I can sell my ticket to the next level. You know, find a role on those NFL rosters. But right now, I'm trying to. I'm at um a little kickoff, a little uh, punt return. So you know, we heard uh, Keaton Mitchell's been doing some kickoff return. Is he uh, is he waiting on you guys to block, or is he just running right by everybody? Because uh, he's oh, no. <laughs> he's going. He's following his boss, but I'm pretty sure if he needed to, he could run right by everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good weapon to have, Troy Day, say, a kick I, return. It's a good idea. I'm um, surprised they didn't go to it earlier. Yeah, well. You I, know, but better late than never. Me too, but we had, you know, Tyler Sneed. He was – Yeah, he was he good. Was, he, he could make a play. <laughs> yeah. He could make a play. You never knew what you were going to get from him, but you knew it was going to be good. So, as long as we had him, we had kept him back there. But now, next man up mentality. It's time for Keaton. Keaton wait his turn. It's time for him to shine. Jeremy, so uh, Tyler Sneed, Jaquan McMillan, some Pirates on the field, some of your old teammates this weekend in preseason. That had to be uh, pretty cool for you guys to see. Yeah, that was real good. I seen Jaquan McMillan make a couple plays. I seen Sneed do what he's always done. He, um, I think he got like a little jet sweep. Should have been a three-yard loss. He made it to like a three-yard gain. And that's just what he's always done. So it was nice to see him, see him playing good on the next level. And Jeremy, you have those same uh, NFL aspirations uh, yourself? Yes, sir. Most definitely. Is that and, and there's a lot of motivating factors. I was thinking about this too, Troy, when you were talking about uh, comparing state to ECU. State went out to California, didn't play a bowl game. Yep. East Carolina went up to Maryland, didn't play a bowl game. Yep. Is that so, is that still a sour taste in your mouth, Jeremy? That your season ended without playing a game? Uh, kind of stunk for you guys. Oh yeah, it's definitely a sour taste because we was going to get to play at ACC school, you know, as in Boston College, who thought they were going to come in and just destroy us. And we thought we was going to come in and just beat them. So, you know, not being able to show our talents on that big stage is a huge loss. And then also for my guys, 
that were super seniors that didn't get to play their last game of the year feel feel bad for those guys as well. Jeremy Lewis joining us on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. He's on the Pit Electric Live line. So, Jeremy, uh, one more week of camp, and then uh, you'll get back to the, the school side of things and uh, your your normal week practice. So, what are you focusing on uh, here for this last week of tra- fall camp? Uh, maintaining my speed, maintaining my weight, and maintaining my mobility for sure. And also trying to um, pers- keep, keep pursuing to the ball, you know, after the play has already been made or somebody's going to make a play, try to find a way to get in on it. All right. Jeremy Lewis ready to go for another week of Pirate Practice. Jeremy, we'll see you Saturday at Media Day, and then we'll uh, talk to you again next Monday here on the Delcor Players Lounge. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. There's uh, Thanks, Jeremy, Jeremy Lewis joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. He's confident. He's upbeat. And Troy D, he was uh, feeling bad this time last week. Yeah, <laughs> glad to, uh, you know, if that's going to happen, I'd rather it happen yeah. early on and not during, you know, the week of the NC State game. So, uh, you know, those things could happen anytime. It's just part of, you know, the risk you take in having a bit. I mean, it, and it could, luckily, this they found out what it was and addressed it quickly and it, it's over. But uh, that type of thing could, you know, that could happen anytime to anyone. To anyone. Yeah, we don't really think about it. We really take a lot of risks, Troy, that we don't think about. Yeah. When we go out to eat, when well, we... you're, you're putting your faith in other people, and yeah. you know you've got to have that. If you don't have that, you'll never leave the house. You know you got to have a little bit of faith that it's okay that you know your food's going to be prepared. Correctly. We put our faith in bad drivers uh, every day driving past us on the road every... hundred times yep. a day. Yeah, if you didn't, you'd never leave the house. But you know what? We're brave. We're brave. We are. We're real men. Troy. We're soldiers, Cliff. <laughs> we are. And you should thank you, us for our service. You're welcome, <laughs> folks. <laughs> and shout out to all the other brave drivers yes. and eaters out Anyone there. Anyone else that made it to work today or maybe went out to eat lunch, thank you for your service. Way to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Troy, I have an AP Top 25 to run down with you. Oh, I thought you were going to say you came up with your own Top 25. That would be the CB Top 25, <laughs> which I have not compiled I you're yet. you getting ready to go that angle. A- the AP Top 25. All right. Associate press all right do we have to take a break or, we do or are we going straight to it we're going to take a break what a tease i can't i've not looked at this yet so. all right good we're going to come back is state ranked different than the other preseason poll you don't have to say you're right around the same okay. area all right uh i'll ask you this though troy right. how many pirate opponents on the 2022 schedule mm-hmm. do you think are in this ap top 25 uh four you know what That's my guess the prices are somebody hit it exact and that somebody ding, was ding. Troy Dick. Do I get an extra hundred bucks? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Troy, you are correct. We'll talk I mean, about... That's a thousand dollars if you nail like the price, right? Yeah. Out of the gates. <laughs> yeah, good talk to Jonathan yeah. about that. Uh, we'll tell you those four teams and the other 21 teams in the AP Top 25 when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. 
Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday. Delcor, the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in Eastern North Carolina for residential and businesses for over five decades when it comes to cooling, heating, and plumbing. You can always rely on the service professionals for any size job. Call Delcor today, 321-8868, or visit DelcorInc.com. We'll return to the Players' Lounge coming up at 4 o'clock. Coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, Miles Berry, Rajay Harris, and Xavier Smith. So tune in to those interviews. Holt Naylor's at 5 o'clock. Isaiah Winstead in the 5 o'clock hour as well. Great uh, Troy D to chat with Jeremy Lewis and Ryan Jones already on our program. Yeah, good dudes. And um, boy, guys really upbeat. I'm, I'm noticing, you know, it seems like the fun is back in the program. At yeah. least. And it's a lot more fun when you're winning and having some success and being competitive. So uh, it's good to see that again, especially preseason. And there's always... Op- it has, as you know, it, has, it always hasn't been like that. You're right. There's always preseason optimism, even if you go... Three and eight, three and eight, three and eight. You're like, well, it's a new year. Right. Things are going to be different. Right. Well, now you try and fool yourself. You've already got the the normal optimism that comes with preseason mm-hmm. to get you fired up, and you've got wins to to back it up, reasons yeah. to back up why you think this could be a good year for Pirate football. Yeah, and you got a lot of pieces in place already that have you, you know what you have yeah. returning uh, vetted deals, so it's not like uh, question marks. And I think the pieces that are coming back, I I think Holden Aylers is going to be even better than we've ever seen before. And, uh, you know, and that's a big piece of the puzzle, as you know, a quarterback. And I'm just trying to keep my preseason excitement, you know, watered down a little bit so I don't get too, you know me, I'm kind of can be emotional at times and get caught up in the moment. And uh, I really like the way this team's, gelling together the chemistry what i'm hearing from these guys off the air just not on the air and they're there day in day out but i'm just trying to take it slow yeah and uh one day at a time one game at a time sometimes i feel not trying to get out ahead of myself i feel bad trying to you know tie you to the chair and to calm you down and say relax uh because i want you to be optimistic i want everybody to yeah have their feeling but at the same time i don't want you to get hurt that's the right, thing I know. Troy D. I've got to protect my heart. But I feel situation. like you've done a, a decent job to this point. Now we still now we're getting in the you know the nitty gritty here where you're yeah. about to go to a you're about to do one more go to the next level with yeah. your excitement. Well, and especially with the way the season opens at home against NC State. When you are a this pr- is one of those stars aligning deal. It doesn't happen. It may never happen again like this, yeah. folks. Hell, I don't know if state is state even on the schedule to come back to Greenville. I know we play them one more time, but the way the scheduling's going, I don't want to dwell on that last time we had the AD on, but we're not going to be able to play State that much more. So you better relish this moment, mm-hmm. and if you're not there, you're going to probably wish you were. And I'm not on the payroll to try and sell tickets for this thing, but I'm telling you, you should probably be there because I don't know if this type of moment will ever happen again for East Carolina. Pirates are at State uh, in 2025. They are scheduled to have State here uh September 2nd, 2028. Yeah, but let's be honest, Clip. That's 2028. We're in 2022. I'm just trying to make it through this football season right now. I don't know where the hell we'll be in 2028. 
Okay. So I'm, I'm saying I'm seize the moment question. is what I'm saying. Okay. That could get bought out. Who do, you know what college football is going to look like in 2028? No, I don't. Me neither. Hell, we might not even have a team. Who knows what the hell could happen? <laughs> I'm seizing the moment now this year. Okay. This is what I'm saying. This is the moment. This is the time. I feel All like right. the start of a, what's that start of the Eminem song? The moment, the music. <laughs> if I only knew the lyrics to that song, that's what I'd be talking about right now. You mean lose yourself? Lose yourself! Troy lost himself a long time ago. <laughs> Mom spaghetti. All right. AP Top 25, Troy D. I say there was four opponents. Four opponents on ECU schedule in the Top 25. And we can count them right now. Coming in at 13th, that team from Raleigh, North Carolina, the NC State Wolfpack. Yeah. Coached by Dave Doran. Boy, wouldn't it be great to just ruin those guys' season? This is the highest they've ever been ranked preseason. Could you imagine Clip Rock? Now we're going to do this. September 3rd, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, probably around 330, let's say 345. East Carolina. Pulls the upset, doesn't cover, but wins outright. The number 13 team in the nation to start the season 1 0 over NC State as the fans stormed the field to celebrate. What a visual this could be. What a start to the season this could be. And what excitement this could launch for this season. Could you imagine? I can imagine. I can too. I have visualized it. I've seen it happen. East Carolina in my mind has opened the season against an ACC team that was ranked in the top twenty-five, and that was Virginia Tech in Charlotte, who was number seventeen at the time of that loss. Is that the TJ Lee uh, pump block? It was. Yeah, I remember that well. I wonder where uh, what Greg Hudson. He remembers that game well. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> uh, so NC State number thirteen uh, preseason, and then Troy, you go 23, 24, 25, Cincinnati, Houston, BYU, yeah. all on the schedule, and all in the preseason top twenty-five. Well, I'm, I'm saying, and I don't have the schedule in front of me, Clip, but VCU uh, can be successful against State. The next week is... Old Dominion. Old Dominion. All right, so if they can beat State, they should be able to beat Old Dominion. Now, here you go. I don't no, mind, I'm, just, I don't I'm only going to run through this. September. Oh. I'm only running through September. That's it. After old ODU. Uh, oh, I Campbell. Say, like, Campbell. I get Campbell and Elon mixed up. It's Campbell. To say now you're giving them... No, but I'm saying if you material. can beat ODU... You should be able to beat Campbell. I'm just, I'm just saying you should be able to, right? That's fair. Three zero. What's the last team in September? That would be the Navy. Yeah, which is a legit. We shipment. all know, you know, Navy's not easy, but we did beat Navy last year on a fifty-yard field goal. It was a win, fifty plus uh, on the road, if I remember correctly. Um, so, if you could start four and zero on this season with that schedule, two. One really tough one, another one that's traditionally tough, and then two a little bit. Although don't overlook ODU or Campbell, um, could the Pirates be ranked four and zero going into October? Is what I'm saying. They would be. Is that enough? Is that enough of the body of work to? They'd be getting votes maybe, but not ranked. So the year they became ranked and got all the way up to what number thirteen in two thousand eight. 
they knocked off Virginia Tech. They knocked off West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So that's two ranked teams. Right. And also Tulane. Yeah. Uh, to jump up there. If they defeat NC State and win the three others, I will say that that will put them uh, around number 24 in the country. Yeah. I think they get in. Now, the atmosphere in Greenville and throughout the Pirate Nation, if this team could return to the top 25, would truly be electric. No doubt. You know, and I think you've seen the atmosphere at a super regional, what it's like when teams can win. You've been to the CIT games where even though that was a meaningless postseason basketball tournament, it was, was electric yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Imagine that atmosphere inside Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. It's something that a lot of Pirate fans have never witnessed or seen in person. And that's what I'm hoping for our future Pirates. That they can live and they can witness something that I got to in the 90s that totally changed my attitude about this whole place. Well, remember the game against Cincinnati last year? We had some momentum going. They came in undefeated, trying to spoil it. It was the day after Thanksgiving, so a lot of people weren't even here. But the crowd that was there was standing on their head. Yeah. It was excited. insane. Yeah, and now you're going to add more people to that. This atmosphere we're going to have on September 3rd has not been seen in Greenville, Troy, since maybe the win over NC State, Game 2 of Scotty Montgomery. It, yeah, probably. Either, I don't think we've either had that a, or East Carolina being in the top twenty-five in twenty fourteen and whooping Carolina's ass at Daddy Ficklin Stadium. That I mean, that place. Even though East Carolina was up thirty points that day, I mean, there nobody left their seat. But we just haven't had a crowd like that in so long. Yeah, we well, have been you, waiting for this day. Yeah, and it may not sell out, but it's going to be an awesome crowd either way. Yeah. So, all right. That how are you doing now? I mean, I feel like you're I, only going to fire yourself. Well, I thought I handled that very calmly. <laughs> you I did. I was just running through a scenario that I think could be a positive scenario. We need to get like a heart monitor on you so we can check your levels as we're talking. Like you're okay, you're resting. You start to talk about state, then going two and zero, three and zero, and now it's bumping and pumping. And uh, I, I think the the part of this process was. Troy just doused gasoline all over himself. Now he needs to go buy a lighter, and then the next step after that is lighting the fire, and then he'll be you know, through the roof yeah. with excitement. Good stuff, Troy. Thanks for hanging out. Good seeing you guys. We'll see you Thursday yeah. in the 3 o'clock hour. Football season begins Thursday. Rose JV game kicks off the season at Wilson Hunt. All right. That should be fun. Yeah. So we'll have you 3 o'clock Thursday. Touchdown, Tony Collins, 5 o'clock yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, return a touchdown TC. Looking forward to talking remind, to some... Remind me to remind him. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Chandler, remind clip to remind me to remind Tony. Like, no joke. Yeah. I and surely, you. if you'd like to remind Chandler, that would be helpful, too. Let's, we can't have enough All hands stop on gaps All right, here. let's get this. Shirley, you remind me to remind clip to remind Troy to remind Tony. Yes. Do I have let's to? Down, Tony. Then, well, if not, it's your fault, Shirley. If Tony doesn't come, it's Do Shirley's you want fault. this blood on your hands? <laughs> Look, All you had to do was remind Chandler he's sitting one foot from you. I mean, do I have to hold your hand, too? All of you? Shirley. Well, welcome back. <laughs> Shirley, a little salty today coming yeah, off a great Shirley's time. back. I, mean, I thought Canadians Shirley, were friendly. Coming off an international trip, Shirley, a little salty. I'm salty because I have to be here and I'm not back in Canada. <laughs> hey, you're looking a little salty, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Go back to Canada. Yeah. Go live in Canada. Don't do that.
than they do here. Especially for during, football season. At least season. during the off season. Wait till January and go tell me how you like it. Yeah, there you go. All right, we'll take a break, come back. We will continue on the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday and talk to Miles Berry when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, one hour in the books on this Monday. It is the Delcor Players Lounge. And we have heard already from Ryan Jones and Jeremy Lewis. we got three players coming up this hour, including Miles Berry, East Carolina linebacker, who joins us now on the Pit Electric live line. And uh, we'll talk to him now. Miles, appreciate your time. How you doing today? All right, let's head out to the oh, Pit I Electric forgot. live I line. Like talk that. to Cut East it, Carolina Charlie. linebacker Miles. Sorry. Yeah. No, well, that's how it is. I recorded these earlier today. I told everyone, and I forgot how I had them set up. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's hear more of me and then hear from Miles. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live Line, talk to East Carolina linebacker Miles Berry inside the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday. Miles, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How you guys? Hey, we're doing fantastic, and uh, another day closer to Pirate Football. Excited about that. And Miles, let's talk about uh, Saturday scrimmage and – I, I guess you defensive guys are going to say you won the scrimmage, right? Did you guys win it on Saturday? <laughs> yeah, man. No bias here, but <laughs> definitely won. Uh, it was it was great seeing the guys compete, and uh, we definitely got out their offense a little bit. I asked Holden, and uh, we'll have that interview coming up later on in the show. But you know what guys are standing out on the defensive side of the ball, giving them trouble. First guy he said was Blake Harrell because he said that Blake is adding new defenses and new looks and stuff to confuse him and the younger quarterbacks. So sounds like you guys are uh, putting in quite a bit here uh, during this fall camp. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, week two we, was probably our heaviest install day. We installed um, a lot of defenses and a, a lot of different disguises that uh, gave Holton and uh, Mason some trouble, uh, you know, just because, you know, we might set up in one defense, but then at the snap of the ball, we're changing to a completely different setup. So definitely giving him some trouble, and, and we're really just trying to really master that and, and give NC State trouble come September 3rd. Miles, we know you're an intelligent person. Does, does that translate to the football field as well? I mean, when you're uh, knowing the plays, knowing the reads, knowing the the changes, the audibles, things like that. Is that is it similar to learning a language, learning your schoolwork? You know, does it all kind of equal out for you? Uh, most definitely. I feel like you know, 
learning. I, I really love learning. You know, I was never a guy that didn't like school. Like I always liked school in a in a way, and I'm I kind of consider myself a nerd a little bit, and and I feel like that transfers over on the football field in a in a pretty great way. And I just want to keep getting better, keep studying, and keep being a student of the game because. I know that's what's going to make me play even faster and even better. Well, that's interesting. You describe yourself as a nerd, Miles, and uh, you can be an intelligent nerd, like it sounds like you are, but also, like, what? How do you describe your nerddom? Is it like sci-fi stuff? Like, what kind of nerd activities are you into off the football field? Well, I, I like math. I'm, I'm a math guy. I like numbers. Um, I also love science. I love science and technology. Uh, you know, I'm getting my master's in technology management, and, and we do a, a lot of different uh, data analytics and different things with manufacturing systems and different things like that. So I consider myself a nerd like that. But I, I also, like I said, I like I like science. I like learning how things work, how things operate, and and then the, you know that translating over to the football field. I love learning how um, you know different coverages uh, amount to something and how you know, everything fits like a puzzle, you know, fitting gaps and, and fitting reads, everything needs to fit like a puzzle. And that's how, that's how you win games, man. When, when things fit and when everything runs efficiently, that's how you win. So that's kind of how I consider myself a nerd a little bit. Cool nerd. <laughs> I, I consider myself a cool nerd. There you go. Miles Berry, the cool nerd joining us here today <laughs> on Pirate Radio Live. Miles, uh, I don't know. I can't remember if I asked you this. We, we seem to talk a lot about your, your off-the-field stuff. How about uh, football and your your favorite players, your favorite linebackers to watch? Who are some of your guys, uh, your guys current and uh, in the past that you enjoy watching play football that maybe you try to model your game after some? Right. Uh, well, my favorite linebacker right now is definitely Darius Leonard uh, because he's a he's a lighter linebacker. He plays at around 222, 225, and uh, I'm kind of light for my position also, but I just love how he, you know, they call him the maniac just because how he attacks. Uh, so he's number one. Devin White also. Devin White's an animal. He gets after it. Fred Warner for the 49ers. He gets after it. That's probably my, my top three. Also, um, Deion Jones uh, for Atlanta, uh, really good cover linebacker. Uh, so those are probably like my top four that I look at that match my body type in a sense. Devin White's a little bigger, but especially Deion Jones and Darius Leonard, I, I try to emulate my game after them. Also, Jerome Baker for uh, the Dolphins. So last week, those three for sure. Yeah, last week Hard Knocks debuted. They're showing the lines this year on HBO. I don't know if you've had a chance to, to watch any of that, but uh, I haven't. I haven't yet. Last year they ran the in season hard knocks and I never watched it and I was so fired up after watching the the lines last week that I went back and watched the Colts uh first edition of their in season hard knocks from a year ago and uh they had Darius Leonard and he was arguing and it was like two interns but they were basically I guess the people that check weights and he was like, "Man, this uh, this is not true. I'm not two. Tw- I'm not two nineteen. I'm not two. He said like his whole life, people have called him small, and he's got a complex about it. But when he gets on the football field, he, he is the maniac. That's what they call him. But it was funny to see him uh, arguing about how small he says he's not because he is. I mean, we think about it that way. Not a huge guy, but man, he, he's a violent football player. Yeah, man. I, the the aggressiveness and the um, the aggression that he plays with." definitely makes up for that lighter 
uh, lightweight. Now, he might not be 220. Like, he might have gained weight to be, like, a 225, maybe 227. But still, you know, you have some people like um, Devin White or even uh, uh, for the mm, – what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? For the Seahawks. He just left the Seahawks, one of the highest-paid linebackers. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. But you have a lot of linebackers playing at 240, 245, 250. You know, so Darius playing at it. Darius Leonard playing at a 225 is definitely lighter. But the way he attacks the football, the way he's downhill, and the way his coverage ability, that's what I love. That's how I love seeing him play. And that's just how I really want to emulate my game after this year. Just had those flashes of getting the ball out, being able to cover out the backfield, and also just being downhill and stopping the run. Miles Berry joining us. Was it Bobby Wagner you were thinking about? Old? Bobby Wagner. Yeah. That's yeah. his name. Yeah. Bobby Wagner. He's around like two, six feet, six one, two fifty though. He's a bigger, he's a big Mike linebacker. Kind of the older linebackers. Uh if you watch highlights in the eighties and nineties, that's the kind of guys that were playing that position. It's really changed over the years. Even like, yeah, even like guys like Ray Lewis, you know, yeah. those are big, big physical linebackers. And I'm not I'm not like that. You know, my my body type isn't like that. But I still try to emulate that aggression, you know. So, yeah, those are those are guys I definitely look up to. Miles Barry joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Miles, uh, were you one of the Pirates that got sick last week, uh, or were you unscathed there? Oh, thank God, thank <laughs> God I wasn't. Um, yeah, that that bug didn't affect me, but it it affected a lot of my teammates, and and a lot of them had to get IVs and, and different type of treatments for that. It um, so. I was I was blessed and fortunate not to not to be attacked by that, but for the guys that were, you know, it, it messed them up pretty bad. But uh, luckily, you know, very fortunately, we're all healthy now and, and we're getting back rolling. And it's it's almost like that bug never existed now. So I'm I'm very thankful for that. And man, it sounds like you guys have a lot of positive momentum. As I've said, Mike Houston is not a hundred percent honest with us media, but if something's going wrong, he'll he'll kind of let us know. He has been, I'll say, very positive with us throughout this week and a half of fall camp. And is that the sense you get out there, Miles? It's kind of a very smooth operation, a lot of positivity, optimism going on out there at camp. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I, I will say, like. Uh, Coach Houston is the most uh, proud that, he, that he's ever been, you know, mm-hmm. especially since I've been with him. And, you know, you know this like anybody else. If, if he's not pleased with practice, if, if he's not pleased with how we're playing, he'll definitely let us know. But but we've been playing well. I mean, we're like I said, we're an efficient, older team, and we've been getting after it. We know how to practice now. We know how to operate. So he doesn't have to be as be as much of a hard a hard coach or a stern coach as he had to be in the past. So, um, yeah, man, we, we've been getting after it. It's the last week. Just trying to finish strong. Miles Barry joining us. Miles, any of the young guys on the offensive uh, side of the ball caught your eye that uh, has been standing out for a week and a half or, or maybe stood out in Saturday scrimmage? Uh, I'll say Camaro, the running back. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a younger guy. Um, transferred from USC. He, he, he made some good plays. Uh, let me think. Offensive side, uh, receiver wise. Well, I know those are those are older transfers. Sounds like Isaiah CJ have, have come in looking good for older guys, right? Uh, most definitely, yeah, most definitely. Zay Zay's been having some great red zone uh, jump balls, jump ball touchdowns in the end zone. He's been playing so well. 
CJ's been coming back and, and playing well. He's playing in the slot a little bit also, and he's been he's been dominating. So I can't I can't really think of a lot of young guys right now because of how old our team is. Honestly, <laughs> especially when I'm at you know playing ones and twos, that depth is is mainly older guys. There's not really a, a lot of younger guys getting in because we're we're just so experienced and we're playing at such a high level right now. Um, honestly. Miles Berry, the cool nerd, joining us today inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Miles, uh, you'll be a star on Saturday, I know, because uh, it'll be media day coming up. So we look forward to seeing you then and always enjoy the chats here Monday on the Players Lounge. So we appreciate it. Have a great week of practice, man. And uh, we'll see you again. Talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Y'all have a blessed week. Miles Berry uh, on the Delcor Players Lounge. And I like to ask these old vets who are the young guys catching their eye. And we've already heard two different running back names from two different veteran defensive players. Jeremy Lewis earlier saying uh, Camaro Edmonds. And then you just heard uh, Miles talk about, you know, Marlon Gunn. So you've got uh, a lot of those running backs. And we'll talk to Rajay Harris uh, in a moment about who is stepping up behind him and, and get a little scouting report on those guys. Uh, that we have not seen yet on the field, but you're going to need more than two running backs. You're going to need more than just Rajay and Keaton. So what does the future of that position look like? We'll talk about that when we return with Rajay Harris, who will join us on the Pit Electric Live line inside the Delcor Players Lounge. More to go on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. We'll keep the interviews rolling. We'll talk to Rajay right after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Well, welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor Program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a... Monday, a Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. Delcor Service Professionals. You can give them a call, 321-8868, or visit DelcorInc.com for any size job. And uh, nice to have the ACs taking a bit of a break uh, with some cooler weather here in uh, eastern North Carolina. So that has been a pleasant welcome after some really hot days this summer. And uh, the guys out in the practice fields uh, feeling that as well as they have had some hot ones and uh, it's cooled off a bit for some full pads going on. Had a scrimmage on Saturday. We talked about that and more earlier with East Carolina running back Rajay Harris inside the uh, Players Lounge. And uh, let's hear from Rajay right now. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to East Carolina running back Rajay Harris. He joins us inside the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday. Rajay, how you doing, man? Yeah, I couldn't be better, my guy. How about yourself? I'm doing great and good to hear. And uh, we'll hope you're doing 1% better every day, though, right? There we go. I got you. See, I'm learning, man. You're teaching me things. Uh, Let's talk about Saturday, Rajay. It's always 
fun when you uh, have a scrimmage. So how much action did uh, did you and, and Keaton get? Uh, was it about the younger guys, or did y'all get some run as well on Saturday? Oh, uh, we got some. We got some decent work in. Honestly, with the first group, um, uh, the second and third group got a lot of reps as well. So the young guys got a lot of reps. Uh, they kind of took the training wheels off Saturday just to see, you know, how would they how would they uh, respond to it. And um, to be honest, I think everybody responded well. Um, you know, um, you can always be better. It's always room for improvement, uh, especially in the running back room. But, you know, all we talked about last time, I'm just proud of them young guys and how they've done developed since the first day of camp to now. Rajay, real quick, I'm going to list off some of those names, and you just give me uh, – five to ten seconds on a, a little scouting report because we haven't seen a lot of camaro marlin and uh pop either so so how about pop what what is uh what pops about pop what does he do well pop is very aggressive very aggressive he got a mean stiff arm and you know it's a big boy so when he's running 100 miles per hour he's just it's hard to tackle him how about marlin uh what, what about marlin gun what raises eyebrows about him yeah, Marlon. Marlon is very aggressive himself. I'm sorry, my daughter's toy going off. <laughs> but uh, Marlon is very aggressive himself, man. Uh, he run the ball very hard. Uh, he's about a uh, 200 pounds, 205 range, but he run that thing like about 230. And you know we need that in the backfield. And uh, we've been able to see a lot of high school highlights of Camaro Edmonds over the years uh, with his days in Eastern North Carolina. But how about Camaro now? What uh, what's caught your eye about him? Uh, Camaro's a bigger, bigger back, but he he runs the ball like he's two hundred five. He got good hips. Um, he can lower the shoulder, shoulder when he wants to, and he can make a move on the defender. Rajay with some scouting reports on some guys we haven't seen yet. Looking forward to uh, those guys being in the running back room. And Rajay, you said your uh, your daughter's toy was going off there. It, <laughs> tough balance, man, with football, with school, uh, being a father, and uh, you're growing up quick. I guess. How, how do you keep all your priorities in line there? I just keep the main thing, the main thing, you know, my daughter, you know, that's always going to be the number one thing, family, and uh, football, when it's football time, it's football time, and, uh, you know, when I'm over there at the facility, I don't really talk to nobody, really, honestly, um, I'm just focused and keyed in on the football, but when I come home, I give her all my time, no matter how tired I am, I just give her all my time, because she don't know what's going on right now. So. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm just giving give all, all my time to her man <laughs> rajay harris joining us rajay i looked uh back at some of the uh the beginning of the ecu app state game to open the year last year great start for the pirates didn't end the way you wanted it but uh that first drive uh first or second drive you catch a ball out of the backfield db kind of uh, gives you a little push didn't really go in for the tackle and uh you get knocked out of bounds you're coming back to the huddle and you're looking at him and he starts talking and you start talking and <laughs> I, I think you like that kind of stuff but i know you can't give us the full details but what are those uh quick little conversations like between plays what, what's being said there uh i just like when people start talking man just it really motivates me even more you know when you saying stuff to me that just you just don't know but you lighting a fire every time you just talking and every time you just speaking negative it's just you know a lot of fire but i never let it offend me like i never let it like you know take me out of my game or right. anything uh i just love having fun out there and that's just a part of my game that you know just comes to me but you know i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to um, calm down this year and not let it you know affect me as much because i know how much of a leader i am this year um to the offense to the whole team so 
I'm gonna work on that this year, but uh, <laughs> don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens when the uh, the game gets going. And it, it doesn't seem like something that's a problem with you. I mean, it has been nah. with others drawing flags and stuff. But uh, yeah, you just it's part of the game, right? It's part of the fun out there. Yeah, it's just part of the fun, man. I never try to, you know, do too much to get a flag because you know I'm not trying to run. I'm not trying to have Coach Houston tear my way in. <laughs> um, you know, I just love having fun, man. It's just part of the game. Well, uh, Xavier, uh, I know he likes to talk out there, and and Jeremy Lewis said Jeremy Lewis, I think, self proclaimed said he was the best trash talker on the defense. So, who are the guys on your own team that you're out there talking with during one on ones? Uh, it got to be Xavier and Jerm. Um, you know, a lot of guys talk, but them two right there, they just, you know, <laughs> boy, they have you, they have you mad the whole practice. <laughs> just, you know, we know at the end of the day, it's all love, and you know, some people they let um, they let them get in their heads, but you know, me like I said, I just like to have fun out there, man. <laughs> Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, uh, were you one of the pirates that was uh, was feeling the issues uh, early last week? Understand that a bug went around and knocked out some of you guys for a Tuesday and even on Wednesday. So, how about you? Were you one of those pirates? Actually, I was. I was great. I didn't. I didn't have no symptoms or anything. Uh, I was. I was really great. I drank a lot of water, uh, vitamin C. I took my, you know, orange juice stuff like that. It just, you know, make sure I didn't get it, but. No, to be honest, I was good. Well, that's that's good to hear. You had some teammates laid out, though, right? Yeah, they definitely was laid out. That was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and we were wondering everything. It seemed so smooth talking to you guys, talking and uh, hearing from Mike Houston after practice that uh, camp had been going really well, really positive, and we were hoping that could continue. And you had that stoppage, but even hearing from Houston since then, it sounds like he's very pleased with where the team is, the the head on the shoulders you guys have brought in to this training camp. So are you feeling that, Rajay? Is it a, a positive experience right now for the team? Yeah, it's very positive. I'm, I think everybody's starting to understand, like, you know, how much, how good this team could be, you know, if we if everybody buys in. So, you know, every practice, every day, everybody's just chasing that 1%. You got, you got even scout guys going 100%. You know, guys that just got here, you know, freshmen, they go on 100% because now you have older guys leading by example. So now you, the younger guys trying to live up to the expectation that the older guys are given. So, you know, you're going to have everybody bought in by September 3rd. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, we talked to Holt Naylor's earlier, that conversation coming up around 5 o'clock today on the show, but he talked about having to learn how to read defenses starting in high school and then all the film work and, and prep he does, knowing what the defense is doing pre-snap. How about at the running back position, when you're lined up beside Holton or behind the quarterback, how much are you lo- what are you looking at as far as keys and things like that? Well, I'm looking at the techniques from the defensive linemen. I'm looking at the linebackers to see you know their demeanor. But um, really, I look at the safeties a lot. You know, I learned the coverages, but I'm looking at the safeties because safeties will never lie to you. You know, so if they, if, if I see a blitz coming or I think it's a blitz coming, I always look at the safety to see if he outside the hash, inside the hash, or if the linebacker sheeted up a little bit. It just be little stuff like that, that I pick up on film, but it's different from all teams. So. Film is really something that you really have to look at and really have to understand, ask questions. And, you know, this year, 
it's kind of a big year because me and Keaton, the only thing that we've worked on off season is uh, coverages, yeah. alignments, stuff like that. So we know what's going on pre snap. Yeah, that's awesome. Is that something? It sounds like you've really dove into it this year. But is that something you had to pick up when you got to ECU? Were you even thinking about those things like in high school when you were running all over everybody? <laughs> yes, I had a coach um, in high school. Um, I had two of them, Coach Bailey and Coach Durham, and they they helped. It helped me out a lot, you know, outside of football, after practice, before practice, teaching me coverages, teaching me slant stunts that defense can do, um, stuff like that. But when I got to college, I took it more serious. You know, I started learning, like, the odd, evens, all different type of fronts and stuff like that. So I took it to a next level when I got to college. Big shout out to Coach Foster for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Rajay Harris joining us today inside the Delcor Players Lounge, joining us on the Pit Electric Live Line. Rajay, so what's uh, what, what's practice like this week? And I, I guess the attention starts to turn to, to NC State next week, right? So so what's this uh, this week of practice going to be like for you? Well, today was full pass. Um, you know, we got out there today. I feel like we had a great practice today as a whole team. Uh, but um, this week is going to be, you know, we got to finish this week off Right, because it's the last week of camp. Everybody hurting. Uh, just got to keep our mentality as to win, win, win everything. Win September third, and you know, just keep on going each week. But um, you know, man, you know, Coach Houston, uh, just go out there and ball out each practice, and um, you know, just make a statement. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, always appreciate your time, and uh, we enjoy your positive attitude, man. It's always uh, fun to talk with you here on Monday. So we'll do it again next week, and uh, we'll see you at Media Day on Saturday as well. I'm looking forward to it, my guy. Rajay Harris on the Pit Electric Live line today inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Rajay in his freshman year, 624 yards four touchdowns last year 304 yards two touchdowns uh the receiving yards went way up for rajay as he had over 100 last year he's caught a touchdown in each two seasons so he's had uh 624 and 304 chandler honeycutt rajay harris rushing yards in 2022 will be what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 750 Ooh, a career year how many? How many will Keaton Mitchell have? I'm gonna go like 1,200. Jeez, Louise! All right. How do you like that? Uh if that is the case, East Carolina will win probably nine games. I would say that would be uh, that's about best case scenario. I was gonna put Rajay around 550 or so, and uh, maybe Keaton get his a thousand, but. Yeah, uh, and again, I mean, I, I might that might be too hard of a bar, but I think it can happen. His uh, his carries went down quite a bit because he was splitting with Keaton Mitchell, mm-hmm. uh, and Rajay was toting the rock a lot when he first got here. But uh, yeah, interested to see what the splits look like uh, in 2022 between Rajay Keaton and who knows, maybe a third back as well. And you're going to have Holt Naylor's back there chunking the football, so. How many, uh, you know, the the old Lincoln-Riley goal of 100 plays ran offensively? See how many uh, this Pirate team can run. Yeah, we're still trying to figure it out. Who's going to be that back behind Keaton, behind Rajay? Pop McKay was a guy we saw a few times last year. Really liked the future of that young man. But 
a name we've heard multiple times today, Marlon Gunn, is starting yeah. to kind of pop up there too. So can't wait to get out there on Saturday, see how those guys are doing, and, and, and then talk to them uh, for media day. And Mar- uh, Mike Houston, not afraid to play a true freshman, especially at that running back position. Nope. He has shown that in the past with Harrison Mitchell. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. More to go inside the Delcor Players Lounge. When we return, we will hear from X. Xavier Smith will join us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. That's on the way. Pirate Radio Live. A lot more to go. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Barak. All right, Mondays on Pirate Radio Live this football season, you will be uh, hearing from the players inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Started it last year. It was uh, fun to catch up with the guys after wins, after losses. Uh, No matter the result, you'll hear from the players coming up here on Pirate Radio Live. And uh, we started it a couple weeks ago and uh, rolling on today. We already had some great conversations with Ryan Jones, Jeremy Lewis, Miles Berry, Rajay Harris. We still got a few to go, including Holton Aylers and Isaiah Winstead coming up in Hour 3 of today's show. We'll also make you a winner coming up in Hour 3, so stay tuned for that. But I uh, got another interview this hour, and it's with Xavier Smith, East Carolina linebacker. Talked to him earlier today, and here's that conversation with the Pirate linebacker on the Delcor Players Lounge. All right, let's head back inside the Delcor Players Lounge and talk to East Carolina linebacker Xavier Smith, who joins us on this Monday. Xavier, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, how were you doing last week? Were you one of the Pirates that got sick, or uh, did you remain healthy throughout that whole ordeal? I did remain survival of the fittest. <laughs> I did not get sick. I remained healthy. Good to hear. Uh, saw a uh, from Holden's Instagram. He showed a picture of him and two other pirates laid out getting IVs. So uh, sounds like you were one of the lucky ones. Well, not lucky. Survival of the fittest. You're one of the fittest ones, right? Yeah, survival of the fittest. I couldn't even do an IV. I'm terrified of these. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you remain unscathed there. How's the body feeling after a week and a half of camp? You uh, you getting through it pretty good? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't run away from the fatigue and the workload of camp. He's got to embrace it. So I'm definitely feeling it, just trying to do the things right, get some good rest at night, stay in the rehab, stay stretched out, foam rolling to make sure I get through healthy. You welcoming these uh, cooler days we've had in eastern North Carolina? It's been a nice change, right? Oh, yeah, today, but it seems like any time we got a harder practice, the weather just changed right back to blazing hot. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes, I guess. Xavier Smith joining us. How did the, uh, the scrimmage go? Uh, Miles said the, the defense won, and uh, you as a linebacker, you're probably going to say the same, right? <clears throat> I mean, it was good work. I wouldn't say there was 
no definite winner because we still have things to work on on both sides. But we definitely got some good bump. Offense definitely felt us. I will say that. But I know they got some things to work on. You know, I know all of it wasn't just us. It was probably some mistakes we capitalized off of there we have. So we just trying to get each other better. And one team, I don't think there's no winners. We all getting better. How much uh, real hitting are you doing out there, Xavier? During these scrimmages, during these drills, uh, the the full pads. You know, is it is it straight up tackling like we'll see on game day Saturdays, or is it eighty percent? Like, what's it like out there? Oh, it's full go live. Yeah, full go live on the scrimmage. Our thud days shoot might as well be live the way we be hitting. It's good work. You definitely gonna feel it afterwards. It reveals the fake, reveals the soft. <laughs> so you uh you enjoy it? Do you like the full pad days? Oh yeah, I love it. I think tackling full go live is easier than thud, to be honest with you. And how much too with the you know, the safety element of it, the, the teaching of tackling. I mean, at this point in your career, you got it down pat now, but it's still something is that still something you guys work on, the the actual the actual fundamentals of tackling? Oh yeah. Well being away from football for you know, a couple weeks, couple months. You always got to go back to your base fundamental rules. So the coaches make it an emphasis to, you know, all the little things with our tackle and drive for five, get our feet through, proper side, you know, proper foot up. We always make it an emphasis because we know how important that is in a real game situation. So we always keep it at the top of the list. Of it's imp- important to make the tackle, important to bring the guy down, obviously, but also you don't want to injure yourself and you don't want to get that, that targeting penalty that gets you out of the game. So it's a, a lot of factors go into it, right? Yeah, I mean, for the older guys who've been here for a while, it's easier. When you know, there's still some guys you know get a little too excited when we out there, but it's majorly the the younger guys who's new to college, you know, new to the rules and knew how knew how to practice like a college older professional player. So it's really more of a teaching standpoint for even the older guys. You know, show the younger guys like the route and the ways to maintain we're safe and protecting each other. Remind me, Xavier, have you been hit with targeting during a game? Nah, never. All right, good deal. Let's uh, let's, <laughs> let's keep that going uh, because it is frustrating, right? I mean, uh, sometimes it is a guy making kind of a, a reckless play. Other times it's just by accident, right? So it's uh, you can control some of it. Some of it's out of your control. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of it's, I don't know. A lot, I don't know, man. I, I think it's a little soft to rule on certain cases, but I do – think it's good for protecting players in certain situations but i think some of the calls they make are a little ridiculous a little soft just a little bit yeah and the ones where the the which they i think there's a rule for but you never see it where the offensive player lowers their head so what are you supposed to do at that point you know yeah that is a great question we <laughs> that one out because that'd be the hardest one yeah especially like when they come in full speed, it's like, what are you supposed to do if they have the head, their heads down, and you the one trying to tackle them? Right. Xavier Smith joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Xavier Holt Naylor said Blake Harrell was throwing a lot of stuff at him, a lot of stuff at the young quarterbacks, and, and really confusing those young quarterbacks. So it sounds like uh, y'all got even more stuff cooked up pre-snap and uh, scheme-wise for for offenses to look at this year. How, how's that part of the game going for you? It's actually going great, you know, having a third year under the same defense, finally, thank the Lord. Uh, we are able as a defense to have more on our plate, make more checks. You know, guys are comfortable and familiar with the defense so we can play even faster. And that's really all it is. Coach Harold dials it up, and 
now we're more comfortable. We know the scheme. We know all the little things we have to do. We just put it all together at this point. And I know I asked Miles about this last week. I'll ask you, how nice is it to have your defensive coordinator also be your position coach? I mean, you're you're learning your position and, and probably all the positions uh, there at linebacker, right? Yeah, it's great having him as both the D.C. and the linebackers coach because anything, you know, being an older player, you know, we have we have different game experiences, so we can talk to him. He's very open about, you know, what adjustments to make. He's very inclusive of asking us what we like, what we don't like, and what would help us, what we're comfortable with. So it was good having him as that, you know, friend right there close to the sideline. But when it comes to practice, you be talking a little bit. <laughs> kind of get a little confusing. When he's talking to you men playing, you're trying to read and make your checks. But it's been great. On that note, Xavier, uh, the I guess the, the heated talking side, what coach gets on you guys the most? Who's the best uh, yeller on the staff? Uh, shoot, you can close your eyes, do a 360, and just point one out. <laughs> it's all love. It's all, you know, yeah. it's football. There you go. Xavier Smith joining us today on the Delcor Players Lounge. Xavier, uh, how about uh, this week at practice? What do you uh, want to accomplish this week as, I guess, uh, start to get into NC State more maybe next week? But what about this week at practice for you guys? Um, focus on what we control each day. Uh, we're trying to tighten up all the little things, to be honest with you. We got the main pieces. We know we're a good physical, hard-nosed team. We just got to clean up the little things that, you know, the side factors in ball games, turnovers, working on forcing turnovers, holding the ball, just small things to, that add up to big things, big things in a game. Sorry. Xavier, uh, as you, you look at what's happened so far, you had a scrimmage, you've had some full pad days. Give me a, a young guy or two, like maybe one on offense, one on defense, who has uh, caught your eye. Who, who are the veterans uh, surprised at when it comes to the young guys right now? Uh, there's a lot. Uh, Marlon in the running back room. Brock Spalding is probably the biggest one because he's a VA guy. He's definitely been showing up. He's out there looking like an older guy besides the conditioning part. Camp definitely got him. But they all, there's a lot of guys that show a lot of promise. They can help us early. And how at the linebacker position, sometimes you'll you'll take on a slot guy, right? It sounds like Ryan Jones might be used there, C.J. Johnson, and then uh, a bunch of others. You know, you got uh, some tough guys to face in practice if you're in uh, pass coverage, right? Are those the guys you're you're facing? Man, all work is easy work. <laughs> I'll never look at it. It's all competition to me. You know, we go against good guys every day. Everyone in the conference is good. We have great guys on each position: running back, quarterback tight end wide receiver so all these guys just make us better and we not no scrubs either so we make them better as well so it's really an iron sharpened iron like finally we can get good work day in and day out yeah that, that's awesome to hear uh with the depth that's been added to this team and, and on that note you know xavier are, do you expect and, and maybe not yourself maybe yourself but a lot of rotation to go on during saturdays this fall uh with, with so many guys being able to play so many positions yeah, I mean, I definitely expect uh, the coaches to keep guys fresh, you know, keep fresh guys out there. And, you know, it's just a part of the game. You know, I'm not really a selfish individual. So, you know, I know we get rotated. I might need to blow. And it's just a good rotation. We got good depth. And the main part is just keeping guys in there that's fresh. Xavier, uh, you had the great backflip on the road. That was, I think, after the Memphis two-point conversion stop. You got uh, – some more great post-game celebrations planned for the wins this year? 
whew, if my body starts feeling younger, <laughs> you'll have to see about those well, that, that, the adrenaline will be running you'll you'll find a second gear right there at the end of games we'll see that's that's a split second decision <laughs> well stay safe stay safe on those flips yes, xavier uh great to talk with you man we'll uh i know you'll be talking a lot on media day too so we'll uh we'll see you on saturday and then we'll talk more to you next monday here in the players lounge you're probably tired of talking and ready to play at this point right oh no i'm you know solid <laughs> good deal hey we appreciate it xavier we'll talk to you again soon man yes sir appreciate you guys Xavier Smith, East Carolina linebacker, joining us today inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Hope he's doing a lot of flipping. If his in body feels younger, he said. If his body feels younger, these guys are starting to sound like old men. I know. It's, he sounds like an old man. And he has been here a while. So, uh, but uh, keeping that body right and ready to go for another year. That flip was pretty epic. That was right cool. at midfield. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad ESPN got that on camera. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, uh, celebration there after the six win that the pirates got to get bowl eligible all right let's uh take another break we'll come back wrap up hour number two get you set for hour number three well we'll we will hear from holt nailers east carolina quarterback and one of his new targets isaiah winstead coming up inside the delcor players lounge on a monday edition of pirate radio live we're back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank, Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Uh, over the weekend, the Carolina Panthers doing something they couldn't do during the regular season last year, and that is knock off the Washington Commanders. And uh, Chandler, I would. here's how I sum up Saturday. We, did, we didn't lose to the Commanders last year. <laughs> That's true. You lost to the football team. Yep. Uh, so 1-0 lifetime against the Commanders. It's got to feel pretty good to command the Commanders like that. Yeah, I think I know what the problem was last year. I think it was that Cam Newton kid. I mean, that guy. If he spent more time practicing than he did and on the Dressing life. up. <laughs> uh oh man I, that did though i had flashbacks to last year when cam came back scored a touchdown <laughs> went to midfield and you remember i came in that uh, monday yes i do remember i cannot forget it you went all out oh that was great yeah uh so. saturday here's my my one big take from washington carolina panthers suck now what Panthers I'm talking about? I'm talking about Taylor Heineke. I'm talking about Joey Sly. Those Panthers. Those Panthers are trash. Unfortunately, they're in Washington now. Because Taylor Heineke had a... Heineke! Ba- Heineke! Heineke! 
Had a bad interception, although it was forced by pressure. So credit to Carolina. Amari Barno, rookie out of Virginia Tech, applying the pressure. Yeah, and uh, that caused that pick. And then Joey Sly missing an extra point. I mean, who does that these days? Joey Sly. Joey Sly. And unfortunately, Jake Verity. Oh, no. I saw that, too. How does that happen, man? It just goes to show you, I mean, all these guys are elite kickers, you know, yeah, compared I mean, to other human beings. But even the best fall down sometimes. <laughs> What's that song, Shirley? <laughs> even the best fall down sometimes. <laughs> I just realized I didn't know the next lyric, so I had to just stop. Yeah, that stunk. But just like golf, you got to hit the ball in the sweet spot. Thanks for breaking it down. And for then us. in kicking, I mean, you just if you kick it on the hill anywhere, like I feel like it's just if you make one inch of a mistake, it can either be pulled or pushed to the right. Shout out to Matt Corral, game-winning drive, uh, and his numbers on the day: one for nine, eleven yards. Led the team to a victory. Why is he playing with the fours? Why is he playing with the fours? That is why I've said this for many, many moons now. The quarterback comeback stat is one of the most overrated stats in all of football. A, it means you allowed your team to get to fall behind. And we saw Matt Corral's final drive. It was like run up the middle, 15-yard penalty, 15-yard penalty, run, incomplete, incomplete, penalty. There was four guys <laughs> clip. Four guys. There's five guys that got cut on Sunday, the day after the the game. Four of those guys that got cut was on that same offensive unit that Matt Corral went out there with that day. So, yeah. By the way. Very uh, shocked to see P.J. Walker come in before Matt Corral. I told you on on Friday what it was going to be. I was almost exactly right. Um, I said, when did Corral start playing? PJ played into the second on into the third, right? Mm -hmm. I said it was going to be Mayfield, Darnold, Walker, and then Corral was going to get the whole second half. So I was close, but no cigar. But uh, what were you going to say, Shirley? I was going to say even the best fall down sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Even the – and then what's the next line? Oh, did you want the next line? Because I could could tell you what the name of the song is. All right, I think I know it. I'm going to say it is Collide. You are correct, sir. All right, the next line. Yeah. Oh, I thought you you said Clyde. You and I, Clyde. Clyde. Uh, You you want the next line? All right, even the best fall down sometimes. Even the strong, even the, what is it? Yeah. Even the wrong, um, wait a minute. I got to get to it. Even the stars refuse to shine. Even the stars. Out of the back, you fall in time. I somehow find you you and I, Clyde. (laughs) Thank you for that, Shirley Rhodes. And who sings that fantastic ditty? That would be Mr. Howie Day. Howie Day. Oh, Howie Day. Howie Day, my day. How you day? Howie Day. Oh, Howie Day. Oh, Howie Day. That was the Howie Day. Was that the uh, positive music bed? That would be yes. That, yes, that would be the one. I would just like to say that us us three 
really hung out a lot during the dark COVID days. And, yes, we did. And we got through it. Yeah. Because so, we also had the bad news, Ben. That was the... I, uh, lo- I love Star Wars. That one? But I hated hearing this another episode of Another seven games just got canceled. Golly. Yeah, I know. Dark times. It's a great song, but yeah, you're right. And if you were with us during those times, we appreciate it, and uh, we are, you know... In brighter days now. And now we have returned, and it's just a great thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you arescoing? I I'm I think she's arescoing. I'm Speaking. trying to be Mike Aresco, but I'm not I, doing a very I, good job I, of it. I, would, you know, I don't know if I just got to call it fantastic. Yeah, that's just fantastic. Uh, Mike Oresco was on the Brian Bailey show. If you missed it, check it out at six o'clock. Brian Bailey barely spoke at all. He did on his own program I, today. I, I knew it. I the knew as soon as he announced the guest, I was like, he ain't talking. <laughs> well, we knew that Mike Oresco loves to talk, and he did today on the oh, Brian he Bailey can, show. He's he also one of the best talkers oh, in our generation. Yes, and um, a great interview with Mike Oresco. Then he also had former ECU football coach and USL usfl champion skip holtz on and skip was excited to be back talking what we're gonna to, have to do is we're gonna have to turn and turn some more and when we're done turning we're gonna turn again and then after we've turned two or three more turns we're gonna turn them all into turns brian medor with his great impression that's a yeah. great impression right there but skip holtz was excited to be back on the brian bailey show and uh, he had a good conversation with Bailey as well. So. And he had a uh, pretty cool story, too. Pirate fans are everywhere. Surely if we could hit that real quick. And uh, Skip Holtz was in the, uh, I believe, the Great Northwest and ran into a Pirate fan. I've always said that Greenville is one of my favorite stops. I think it's really unique. I think it's really special. I think they've got an unbelievable fan base there that makes them probably more unique than almost anybody as a group of five schools. Uh, with the following that they have, the support that they have, and how many people follow the Pirates. It is just, it's a its a great place. I was on an airplane in Seattle, and I got on the airplane, and the pilot stopped me, and he said, are you Skip Holtz? I said, yes, sir. He said, I'm an East Carolina grad, and I want to shake your hand and tell you thanks. We're in Seattle. <laughs> That's awesome. So Skip Holtz on a plane, it's crazy. We actually have audio of that encounter. I want to shake his hand. 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 I mean, and he's he the was pilot. so excited he's to see Skip Holtz. He's the pilot. You're going to shake the guy's hand. Oh, my God. Well, you're not going anywhere. Look, we always saw just that part of the video. We never saw who was filming. Skip Holtz was filming that viral video. <laughs> he was on the other side of that. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake your hand. I want to shake Skip Holtz's hand. hand. We are not lifting off this plane (laughs) till I shake his hand. I mean, this plane will not get off the ground unless I shake her. That guy was very excited to see old Skip. That's right. So, uh, shout out to uh, to Skip for shaking the pilot's hand. Uh, Great interview with him and Mike Oresco coming up six o'clock on the Brian Bailey Show. Also, uh, before we move along, Holt Naylor's coming up in just a moment when we take a break. Uh, earlier in the show, uh, I busted out a Lou Holtz. It was a bad Lou Holtz impression and a good Mike Oresco impression. Uh, and then we uh, we had a little bit uh, of Chan Man. John Moody said, I think Chan Man's Jeff Connors impression is uh, moved up into P1 on the impression list for me, overtaking Rick Smith. So uh, I'm just curious, Coach. Uh, 
I don't know your thoughts on football season this far. We've had some fall camp. Well, I'll tell you what, well, I'm going. I don't want look. I don't want you to. We ain't got much time. We got to take a break, and uh, surely have that rep ready to go. Uh, have the the break ready to go. We're about to take one right here right now. But uh, I'm very excited about these young men. They're uh, really good young men. Good student athletes. Uh, but you know enough about that. I do want to give a shout out to John Moody. Uh, John Moody is a P1 listener. With Pirate Radio, and uh, I do want to give a shout-out to John. He is a very nice man as well, good family man. But shout-out to giving our very own C.J. Schaefer those tickets to uh, Richmond. Uh, C.J. said that he had a really good really good time. C.J.'s a really good, nice young man here for Pirate Radio. He stands about 5'7", about, two, about 215. And uh, he said he had a really good time down up there in Richmond. So thank you, John. And uh, Shirley, start the music. Ready? Go. Thank you, Coach. Well done. We're going to take a break. We, we oh, have, we have, we're, we, at, we're actually taking a yeah. Oh, okay. Go. We oh, have, I didn't we, know. I thought go. he was joking. We have Shirley Rhodes here. Shirley has uh, been here. She's a veteran. And we, <laughs> do, we appreciate everything that Shirley does. But she's about to take us the break. And... Uh, what we're going to do is when we come back, we're going to talk to quarterback Holt Nailers. And uh, so, Shirley, when I say go, you uh, extend that volume of the bumper up. Ready, go. Good. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. And they will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, coming up at the end of this segment, we will make you a winner. So check out the interview and then get that dialing finger ready and you can be a big winner here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. It is a Delcor Players Lounge edition of PRL. Let's uh, head back out now to the Pit Electric Live line. Earlier today, I had a chance to catch up with the starting quarterback of the Pirates, Hold Nailers, and here is that conversation. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to East Carolina quarterback Hold Nailers. He joins us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Holton, how you doing, man? What's up, Clint, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming in. You sound pretty good, Holton. And, and usually when we talk about your health, we're asking about your arm or your shoulder, uh, something like that. But how about the uh, the tummy? Let's go back to last week, Holton. And uh, I guess you were affected by uh, what some of the guys on the team were affected by, right? Yeah, I was. And my voice is still gone a little bit, literally from throwing up so much. I lost my voice. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was weird. We were all in meetings, um, and me and Stubby out of the quarterbacks, uh, started kind of feeling bad. So after the meetings, we went down to the training room 
and we would walk in there. There was like thirty something other guys in there that had the same symptoms we had. And we were like, "What the heck? You know, like, what's going on?" So that was a weird twenty four forty eight hours that we had. It was almost like it was almost more the pandemic than the pandemic was. To be honest with you, <laughs> did they? Did you ever find the culprit? Did they ever get to the bottom of uh, what caused all that? No. So the there's all speculations about everything because they said it was food poisoning which they're still kind of sticking with a little bit, but we all ate different. Like we have, we all eat the same lunch, but there's different options. None of us ate like, there's not one common food that we all ate. Um, so their best guess right now is they're doing blood work and stuff like that, but their best <laughs> guess is that someone um, like touched something and then it got in all the food type thing. Mm. Yeah. And uh, the, the Buffalo meatloaf got a bad rap, but we did learn uh, from Brian Medor last week that, uh, he didn't. He did not think the buffalo meatloaf was the uh, the particular cause. I I got sick and I didn't touch the meatloaf. <laughs> I've been at ECU too long to know, to know not to touch that. Yeah, it just doesn't sound very uh, appealing, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Holton Naylor's joining us. Holton, uh, how was the scrimmage on Saturday? Uh, first of all, how much uh, action did you get as a, a veteran on this team? Did Did you get snaps? Yeah. Um. I, during camp, I mean, your ones are going to get some snaps. I think we had four drives. Um. The ones, I think we, we kicked two field goals and scored once. So the ones did well. Um, the twos and threes, um, the defense kind of got the best of us a little bit. But that's, that's expected. Some of those young guys in the defense that we run, um, you know, they, they move so much up front and send so many different blitzes that if you don't have a lot of experience, you're not really going to know how to handle it right away. Um, so that's kind of expected. But, you know, we feel good about the team. You know, we're competing every single day. The defense is, is really, really good, and the offense is, you know, we got to bring our A game to, to compete with those guys. So it's been fun so far. I read uh, a little snippet that said Isaiah Winstead looks like the real deal and, and looks like he could be maybe the most talented receiver on this roster. How is him coming in, holding gone so far uh, during fall camp and your connection with Isaiah? Yeah, it's been great. Um, he's as talented as anyone in the country, and we got a couple of guys on our team like that. And that's what's, that's what's so exciting about this year is uh, you know, we feel like we can – line up against anyone in the country really and um size up with them you know talent wise so he's got to go out there and continue to play within the offense play within the playbook and you know make plays when they're there to make and um you know stay away from the negative plays stay away from the turnovers oh it sounds like cj johnson has come in with, with a good head on his shoulders i know last week keaton mitchell said uh he's been great since coming back how about reconnecting uh, with your old high school teammate there how's cj doing yeah, he, he's doing really well. You know, I'm super proud of him. He's he's a changed person. Um, I mean, I think taking away football when football's been your whole life has you know kind of opened his eyes a little bit. And we kind of had to sit down as you know a couple of leaders on the on the team, the leadership council sat down with him um, before they kind of announced that he was coming back, and you know kind of had a heart to heart with him. And he took that with it and took what we said and has, has ran with it. And he's been a really good teammate. And he's working super hard, so I'm excited to see what he does this season because he's really got a good shot at it. Talking to Holton Nailers on the Pit Electric Live line. Holton, sounds like that leadership council uh, is paying off. Mike Houston, and, and you know, he'll, he'll talk to you guys behind closed doors when we're not around, and uh, I'm sure he says a lot of positive things. He'll also get on you as well. He, he's pretty honest with us uh, as the media goes, and if something's not going great, he'll let you know. He's been pretty positive, pretty optimistic about this team. Really sounded like from day one the upperclassmen have showed up, and that has – really you know cause the underclassmen to look up to you guys and also show up as well so it seems like it's been a pretty smooth you know positive camp uh, according to mike houston is that what you're feeling out there on the field day in day out yeah for sure i mean i think you kind of hit it on the head there i mean 
the upperclassmen have, have been there, kind of done that in Coach Houston's um, program now. We know what he expects and, you know, what what it takes to win now. Um, everywhere Coach Houston's been, he's won. So we, we just trust in him. We have trusted in him and has got us this far. So, um, you know, he kind of said it in the practice today that, you know, if you if you stick with this program and you've you've been in the program for three or four years now, I mean, you got to be a, a tough son of a gun because I mean, this days are hard. You know, camp days are hard, practice days are hard, even meetings are hard because they're super honest with you. They coach you hard, but you know, and then if you can get through that, then you're going to be a heck of a player and I'm a heck of a person too. Hall Naylor's joining us on the Pit Electric Live Line inside the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Holton, uh, we, we talk a lot about Ryan Jones, the leading pass catcher returning to this team from last season. And another thing Coach Houston reminds us of is, hey, don't forget about Shane Calhoun. And uh, he's probably right. We don't talk about him enough. But talented tight end room. How about that group, Holton, uh, through one week and about a week and a half of training camp? How are they looking? They're looking, they're looking great. I mean, they they work super hard this this off season, and you know, like I said, during spring we're a little low at tight end, or not really a tight end, but at receiver. So they even had to go play receiver some, but it only helped them in the long run. So, um, yeah, Shane and Ryan, you know, receiving wise, are as good as anyone in our conference, and we truly believe that. And um, you know, the guys behind them too, Aaron Jarman, D'Angelo McKinney, are some some big dudes that can block and do a couple different things. So we're deep in that room, and that's not the case when. When Coach Houston and, and I first got here, you know, we didn't have many tight ends even on the roster. So it's, it's definitely a, a change room and turned into a strength for us. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, uh, you used the word trust earlier. You want to trust your receivers, trust your backs, and certainly you got to have the most trust in your offensive line. And how many uh, – put a number on it, Holden, right now. How many guys do you trust in front of you on a game day now? It's 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 beyond five, right? You, you like the depth there. So how many guys uh, do you think could play on Saturdays for East Carolina this fall? Shoot, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in our two deep at least. Um, I mean, we, we could probably go past that really. Um, but our two deep is, has played a lot of football. I um, mean, even the guys who haven't played a lot of football here, you know, some of the transfers are brought in have, have played a lot of football in other places. So um, I feel good about those guys. I mean, they're, they're big. I mean, they look like a B1 offensive line for a, a really good program. And um, like I said, it's kind of like the tight ends. It hasn't really been the case here um, in the past. So, I mean, we look, they look the part at OL, at OL and uh, they're doing really well. They're communicating. Coach Shanks coaching really hard. Um, they're taking it and, and kind of running with it. I mean, they're the engine of our offense, and they know that. Um, if we can if we can run the football at will, then it's just going to open up the pass game, and it starts with those guys. Holden, what guys on the defense are giving uh, your offense and yourself the most trouble right now, day to day? Shoot, Coach Harrell for one. I mean, they put in a new dang defense <laughs> every single day. Um, it's kind of it's kind of bugging some of the younger quarterbacks uh, more than it is me, just because I mean I face just about every single defense a college football program can throw at me at this point but uh you know i mean they put in seems like a new defense every single day or, or multiple defenses every single day that we haven't seen in a while so uh but i mean all those guys that are coming back i mean they're they're super talented over there and they're they're so well coached and so smart that they can identify little tendencies and stuff but that's helping me get better too because i mean miles and x at, at linebacker are just the two that i'm used for example i mean we communicate daily on little tendencies that we pick up on each other to it might not help us during practice because it's probably better that you know if miles can tell that it's going to be a pass then it would only help miles out but if he tells me you know hey i'm picking up this when it's a pass when it's a run you're doing this if i can change that so you know other teams and other defenses down the road can't see that i mean we're only helping each other so 
that's the type of environment we got now with the with the leaders that we have in this program is just pushing each other each and every day. It's like every play is a test for a quarterback, Holton, and, and you sound like you got it down pat right now. But I don't know when did you pick up on that? Is that something you started uh, at Conley, uh, looking over the defense pre-snap, doing your reads, and and how long did it take you to to really master it, knowing what the defense was doing pre-snap? Yeah, Coach Connor did a really good job with me in high school, and that's kind of where it did start. I mean, as soon as I was there as a freshman, I'm really in eighth grade going into my my ninth grade year. Coach Connor did a really good job of, of t- just teaching me the fundamentals of defenses because you know so many coaches just teach the offense, but Coach Connor did a really good really good job of teaching me the defense and what they're supposed to be doing in their schemes and stuff like that, which can only help you. Um, and I wouldn't say you know I've really mastered it, but I mean I definitely have a great feel for it. Defenses are always always changing in college football nowadays. There's so many multiple things that they can do, and um, so I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think anyone's really ever mastered it. even Brady. I mean, he makes mistakes sometimes, sees that. But I mean, when you get a lot of snaps and you have the experience that you know I have now, um, there's not too much. Hopefully, that can fool me. But at the same time, I mean, like I said, defenses are putting new stuff in daily. It's evolving daily, so um, just got to keep studying and you know whatever look that comes my way. Hopefully, I've seen it. If not, then Hopefully, I, I you know make a right decision and keep the ball moving, and then go see it on film after. Oh, Naylor's joining us. We'll uh, talk even more to Holden and his teammates coming up Saturday at ECU Media Day, and uh, it'll be your last one, Holden. And some of these things uh, you were talking about your conditioning test. It was kind of funny when you said you you hated it and you it's a day you didn't really look forward to and then after big john said holding this is your last one you were like well dag on i kind of wish i had another one now so i don't know how much media day is on the top of your 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 power rankings of things you like to do but you'll miss it when it's gone right no i will i mean i, I love media day i love the we have a really good local media around here with you know you guys and brian bailey and just just the people around here um really support us well i mean it's it's always been you know fun for me and you know, so many of y'all have, have followed me since I've been dang 12 years old. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I, I am cherishing all of this. It's been a fun ride for me. It's almost sad to think about, you know, all this coming to an end. But, you know, now's not the time to get sad. You know, I'll do that when I'm officially done here. But, uh, yeah, it's been a ride. I mean, I've enjoyed every moment of it. And you guys have been great. Igo's been great. I mean, everyone – Everyone in Greenville that you know surrounds and covers ECU football. I mean, I really appreciate it. Just two more Saturdays with no ECU football, Holton. So, what are the, I don't know, key dates? Uh, when do you start to to get to NC State, and and you know how much more of this camp is about just you guys as a team? Yeah, I mean, we're going to continue. I think the twentieth is kind of the date where we, you know we finish the camp type feel when school starts. But I mean, to be honest with you, clip at five thirty this morning, I was watching the I was watching state film, so I've been. I've been watching them for a while now, and, um, you know, we are still focused on us, but at the same time, it's, it's hard not to kind of look ahead and prepare for that game. But, yeah, that's just me. You know, some of the guys on the team are so – you've got to be locked down in your position, especially those in position battles that um, are so locked in. But at the same time, like I said, with experience like that, with the experience that I have, I don't got to sit there and watch, you know, two hours of film every day on our defense. Um, I can, you know, put some time towards NC State since I've – um, you know, that's our first game, and I don't got to sit here and game plan for our defense during camp because I've seen a lot of the looks, like I said. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, appreciate it. As always, man, have a great week of practice this week. We'll catch up with you Saturday at Media Day and also talk to you next Monday back inside the Players' Lounge. We appreciate it, man. Heck, yeah. See you then, Clip. 
Old Nailers inside the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday, and uh, he is very confident and pleased with where things are right now uh, at this portion of ECU Fall Camp. All right, uh, tell you what, we got uh, Isaiah Winstead coming up next, but right now, Shirley Rhodes, let's open up that booty bag here on a Monday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250, the number on the Pit Electric live line. And Shirley, we're going to open that line up, and what are we giving away? We are going to give away a $10 gift card to Familia. All right, Familia. I went there Friday night, picked up the uh, sweet and spicy pizza pie, which is sausage, bacon. There is pineapple on it. Some people are against that. So I removed most of the pineapple, but I do like the sweet taste. But then they throw in uh, some jalapenos to get the spicy going. And it is a fantastic pie. So fantastic. I had some Saturday and Sunday as well there you go so uh there's a recommendation for you what caller are we looking for i'm gonna do a quick one here i'm gonna do caller six all right caller six three one seven twelve fifty call in now you can be a winner isaiah winstead joins us after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Jordan Lassiter of Greenville. Picked up a $10 gift card to Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food. And whether it's great New York-style pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parm, or the delicious homemade desserts, Familia is a winning play every time. For dine-in or takeout, make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, let's go one more time out to the Pitt Electric live line and hear from our final player on this Delcor Players Lounge Monday, East Carolina wide receiver Isaiah Winstead. Talked to Isaiah earlier this afternoon and uh, talked about a number of topics. Let's hear that conversation right now. All right, back inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to East Carolina wide receiver Isaiah Winstead. He joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Isaiah, appreciate your time. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Appreciate you for having me. And Isaiah, man, uh, your name has been coming up a lot. It sounds like you, uh, you you told us how much work you've been putting in this offseason. Sounds like it's paying off uh, for fall camp because – uh, there's a lot of people saying you look like the real deal out there, including your quarterback, Holden Aylers. So through a week and a half, through one scrimmage, uh, how do you feel about your performance uh, thus far at fall camp? Uh, I feel good. You know, there's always room for improvement. So I'm going to 
just keep on focusing on the stuff I got to improve on and also the stuff I'm doing good at. But other than that, I feel good uh, getting acclimated with the players and stuff. That's coming along good. And just performing and doing what I do. Isaiah, uh, Miles Berry said earlier you've been uh, a target and a threat in the red zone uh, with the jump balls and catching touchdowns. You, you told us you want to get 10 to 12 uh, scores this year. Some of that can come on a catch and run, but how about when the field gets tight down there when you're you know, inside the 10, you still want to remain a weapon. It sounds like you've been able to do that. So so how important is that to you? Well, that's very important. Uh, like I said, me and Holden, our connection is getting stronger every practice like every day so like he know like when we get down there and sometimes even the dvs know like uh a fade coming right now (laughs) he still thought he still thought and i just go make that play for him no matter how it's thrown or where he put it at for me i gotta make that play for him we've been building that trust and now he just you know our connection getting stronger from that that's got to be a good feeling, Isaiah, when you know it's coming, the DB knows it's coming, and they can't do anything to stop it. That's a pretty good feeling, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Isaiah Winstead joining us. Isaiah, so uh, as far as the, the scrimmage itself and, and these these full pad days, um, I don't know, what, what, uh, what's been going right for you out there so far uh, this fall camp? What, what are you feeling good about? Oh, like as far as like my play or how practice is going? Yeah, pretty much all across the board. Because uh, it, it sounds like it's been, you know, hearing from Mike Houston, it's been a very positive experience across the board. Very uh, optimistic about this team. Are you feeling that way day in, day out out there? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. We definitely got to start to be everything we're trying to be. And as far as me, like, you know, I ain't a young, a young uh, guy, so – you know, camp is not – it's like – it's hard as what I make it. So, I make it hard by going hard every day and stuff like that. But, like, I can handle the circumstances. You know, this ain't my first camp. So, other than that, you know, practice going good and, you know, just going out there, trying, trying to condition myself for the for that game, for the, for the season. Isaiah, you mentioned, you know, getting to know your teammates, getting that connection with Holden. You know, how much time have you spent trying to to get that part of it down? Be, you know, one of the guys in the locker room, get to know your teammates because, you know, if you you got a good relationship with them, that can only make things better on the field, right? Yes, sir. Definitely. Uh, I would say, like, you know, like, uh, during workouts, that's really when we got, like, you know, we started, they started just seeing me around and, and finding out who I was and stuff like that because, like, I'm not really – you know, I'm I don't really talk that much unless, you know, like I'm talking to Houghton. I had knew Houghton previously before I had got here. Like I had told y'all about that story. But like other than that, like I don't really talk that much. I try to do better with that though so I can have like a connection with my teammates and all that stuff. Isaiah Winstead joining us inside the players lounge presented by Delcor. Isaiah, who uh uh, are the younger guys that are stepping up at the receiver group right now? Who uh, who are you veterans excited to see uh, in the scrimmage on Saturday that might have caught your eye? Uh, younger guys, yeah. We got a we got a freshman blue. He doing he doing really good. Like he just stepped up. You know, sometimes we have like uh, a little few people get banged up, and you know he went from like you know freshman. You basically not even on the depth chart. 
and he he was stepping up playing there with the threes and or whenever they threw him in there he was doing good so he definitely caught my eye for sure and you got that connection with holton i say how about the other qbs you know mason garcia uh stubblefield flynn uh, you know how, how are those guys behind holton looking right now day in day out they're looking good it's a grind everybody trying to push each other to be better and you know like if holton was the god forbid if holton was to not be able to play or something you know you got mason right there with the same arm talent all that so it's not really like you know we'll be losing anything dramatic Isaiah Winstead joining us from the Pit Electric Live Line. Uh, Isaiah, were you one of the Pirates that uh, got sick last week, or did you make it through healthy? No, sir. I did not eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it laid out some guys, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were. You said that you hadn't taken a, a day off in a while, Isaiah, so you had the last Tuesday off of practice. So how did you feel that day uh, with no practice going on? Oh, during camp, yeah, definitely had to take that day off. <laughs> Body back, right? But you know, I mean, just getting in the cold tubs, hot tubs, stuff like that. Just getting my body to recover so I can go back a hundred percent. Xavier Smith uh, joined us. Said it, it's the real deal out there when you guys are hitting. Like it, the pads are popping. It's uh, it's like a fall Saturday. So is that something that uh, that you feel uh, after those full pad days, those scrimmage days? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's physical out there. You, like I said, you got to take care of your body because after those type of days, your body be hurting. <laughs> like, it's real. <laughs> Isaiah, uh, we talked to Rajay earlier, and, and he, and look, it's on film. He can't deny it. He likes to talk. Uh, he likes to talk to DBs when they come up and tackle him, likes to talk to linebackers. You, you're a quiet guy. You say off the field. How about on the field? Do you uh, chat it up with the DBs, or do you stay pretty quiet during games? Uh, as far as like going back and forth with the DB, I don't really do that unless they like got something to say to me. But like, as far as like getting turned, like after making a good play, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get turned. But <laughs> talking talking back and forth, nah, like, I just you know stay in my lane. Well, I can't wait to see you uh, catch a, a pass first down and uh, in front of those Pirate fans on that Saturday. NC State coming to town to kick it off. Uh, Isaiah, I know I guess the team will start to turn their attention fully to the Wolfpack in, in a week or so, but what is this uh, this week of practice like uh, for yourself and uh, for the team here? Uh, just basically getting better, going out there every day. You know, this is the last week of count, and then we're going to focus on uh, NC State. So, just like I said, conditioning ourselves to be able to play that full game, like going hard. We like we don't. It's not much conditioning in practice, like as far as running back and forth, like suicides and stuff like that, gases. But like our conditioning is just playing hard, like through the whistle. Like even in routes on air, we catch a pass, we bursting for ten, fifteen yards, just staying in shape and stuff like that, taking care of our body so we can make it to game one. Pretty soon you guys will be out there on the field and football season will be here. We got the uh, preseason, Isaiah. Just had the first weekend of preseason football in the NFL. Did, did you watch any football or do you kind of get away from football when you're off the field? Oh, yeah, I watched, I watched a little football. I was watching the Steelers and George Pickens and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll be watching the receivers. 
George Pickens looking good. Even former Pirate uh, Tyler Sneed with a couple catches in that game uh, for the Steelers. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Isaiah, good stuff, man. Good luck this week at practice, and uh, we'll talk to you. We'll probably see you Saturday at ECU Media Day, and uh, we'll talk to you again next Monday here on the Players' Lounge. We appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Isaiah Winstead sounds like he is, uh, I don't know, raising some eyebrows out at East Carolina fall camp going to be one of the main targets for Holton Aylers this 2022 season all right let's get our last break in we will come back and when we return uh, we'll hear what Mike Houston had to say earlier today as the Pirates broke out the pads again here on a Monday uh, we talked to those players after the practice they all sounded pretty good we'll get the Houston perspective from it when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a look at your stock market report. It was a good day. The Dow was up 151 points at 33,912. The NASDAQ was ahead 80 at 13,128, and the S&P was also up 16 points at 4,297. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, uh, bad news for the Dodgers. They will not have Walker Bueller for the rest of the season or for the postseason as he will have season-ending elbow surgery on August 23rd. So down goes Bueller for L.A. Uh, Braves begin a series with the Mets tonight, and if uh, the Braves didn't lose the East uh, their last trip to New York, they could certainly lose it uh, with this trip by the Mets to Atlanta. So very important for the Braves, not as important for the New York Mets. Uh, Braves are coming off a four-game sweep over the lowly Marlins. I got some college football news for you. Miles Brennan, LSU quarterback who has been there for forever, I want to say he was a freshman when I was a freshman back in 2016, so a six-year senior. The LSU quarterback announced today that he is stepping away from football. He had NIL deals with Raising Canes, Smoothie King, GameCoin, Small Sliders, and Hollingsford Richards Ford. So, and according to Darren Rovell on Twitter, who uh, with Action Net- Action Network HQ, he says that since the NIL deals cannot be based on performance, he keeps all that money. So he'll he's taking the money. <laughs> and running. Okay, uh, we'll see. Does that matter to businesses? I guess it depends on how much money you got, and. Uh, how much disposable uh you know liquid cash your business has if you want to give players money who will not be playing but i'm sure miles bridges will still or see here we go miles brennan will still um post social media posts about it and you know probably do something for those companies but it will not be while wearing a uh, lsu uniform 
uh for those that care go ahead and plan your trips because man the pirates are gonna have awesome teams in 2025 and 2026 uh the college football playoff uh host will be atlanta in 2025 and miami in 2026 so go ahead and plan your trips now sounds good go see the pirates there all right um let's see i thought i had one more note but i don't think i do so let's hear from mike houston from earlier today on our flight by yingling practice report the next generation of light beer don't just raise a glass raise the bar flight by yingling available wherever beer is sold 2.6 grams of carbs 95 calories flight by yingling you have to check that out chandler and give me a review sounds good i'm always down to try the cold brew flight by yingling all right let's hear uh, mike houston from earlier today Designed a, a tough one today after a day off yesterday. Uh, I was wondering this morning. They were they come in a little sleepy this morning, but uh, had good energy out there. Competed at a very high level. Uh, it's a very physical practice. Um, you know, a lot of the media got to see the the five shot shoot out there at the beginning of practice. I thought that was really good. Inside run was very very good today. I, I love that drill because you can't you cannot hide in that drill. You know, it's I'm not letting the offense throw it. You you you, you really. You know, keep it uh, off the perimeter, so everything's between the tackles. It's a live drill. Uh, loved the way we competed today. Had some guys really show up. Uh, had some guys show up in a negative too, because I mean, it's, it gets hot in there now. It ain't for everybody. But uh, really pleased with that. Uh, finished practice with uh, overtime simulation, live drill. Put the ball on twenty-five yard line. Ones versus ones. Twos versus twos. Uh, really loved the way we competed right there at the end of practice. So. Great practice to start the week. Uh, challenged the guys yesterday coming off of Saturday's scrimmage. I thought the scrimmage was very solid for a first scrimmage of the of the fall. But I uh, want to see great improvement this week and expect us to really look sharp this coming Saturday. Coming off like a physical scrimmage of that, is that the toughest thing to turn around and be physical right away again on a Monday? Preseason camp. Yeah. That's that, that is what it is. That's you know that's why I talked to them um, out there and you know they've they have created a program where. If you don't embrace what this sport's about, you're not going to like practice a whole lot. I mean, that was that was a big boy practice we just had today. So very pleased with them. Uh, we'll be full pads today, full pads Wednesday, and then full pads obviously Saturday. So you know they know which days. You know they're going to have live stuff. Uh, the other days, really working the situations to get ready for Saturday. What players really stood out to you today? Well, uh, Isaiah Winstead had a touchdown catch there in the uh, overtime period. Uh, but the reason he had it was because we ran the football very, very well today. I thought our offensive line had a good day today. Uh, both of the first two running backs had a good day today. I thought Marlon Gunn really showed up today, uh, really have challenged some of those guys for somebody to step up and be that next guy. Uh, I thought he did a good job right there. So um, you know, I, I, just, I was very pleased with the way they competed. Who really showed up in that inside drill? Who really had that, you know, showed the dog? Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought both, both of the one units, I thought, looked really good. Um, I thought Marlin uh, stood out in a positive in that drill. Uh, I thought Devin King, you know, he got an opportunity today to get in there with the two defense, had a couple of big hits in that, uh, in that drill, so it was good to see. So uh, the lines, I need to look at the film to really see who stood out on the offensive defensive line. With the state game coming up in just a few weeks, which aspect of the team are you putting the most emphasis on to prepare for that game? Well, it's, it's still everything. Um, you know, we, we uh, did work a good bit special teams today. 
you know, they were number one in the country in kickoff returns last year. So, uh, you know, really worked uh, hard with kickoff. Uh, that, that unit today, we're going to have to be solid uh, in that third phase uh, on game day. I think it'll, it'll be a big determining factor. He said the players created the program just a second ago. That's interesting, I find, because you installed the culture, but you say they created the program. You know, it's they bought in. And, you know, it's at the first year, I mean, it was you had to have a whip and to get them to go out there and go hard and get them to go out there and compete. Um, they have embraced all of our core values. They've embraced, you know, what we've talked about is this is what it takes to win at the, at the, at the top level. Um, and they are the ones that go out there and practice that way. Sure, we, we lay it out the expectation-wise, but, you know, you can lay out a lot of expectations. If you don't have motivated individuals out there that believe in it, doing it, uh, I'm just I'm really proud of that group that was sitting in here December 2018 that are you know in their senior year right now because they're the ones that have created this culture. You guys brought in Chance uh, from Kennesaw. Yeah. He's obviously familiar with Blake. Just what have you seen from him early in camp? Good football player. I think he's you know stepped right in uh, schematically. It's been a seamless transition. He knew knew the scheme from his time with Blake down there. Um, I think he's, he's shown himself to be a very savvy player. Uh, you can tell he's played a lot. Uh, he's got confidence, uh, competes. Uh, I think it's it's like we have three starting linebackers right now. You know, Xavier and Miles are the same way, and I think Chance is right there. I mean, I think all three of them I would, I would look at as a starter right now. So I expect him to have a you know a significant uh, impact on us with us on game day. Coach, you were talking about looking at the film, making a lot of film on Saturday. What did you see that you liked and didn't like from, from the scrimmage stuff? Well, I mean, I think uh, you know, you look at it with our, with our first unit on offense. Uh, I thought that Holton did a great job with everything at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, he had you know, one or two mistakes, but they were minimal. I thought he did a really good job. I thought that uh, you know, the wide receivers, that uh, uh, you know, a lot of questions around that, I thought they showed up. Uh, I thought the, the, the first two running backs, I thought they showed up. Uh, I thought defensively, uh, they competed very, very well. So I think when you look at the ones from Saturday, I think it was a really good day. Um, I think that, uh, you know, when you look at the twos, you, you got some stuff where you got to really improve. Uh, you know, the quarterbacks have got to do a better job managing the, managing the offense versus all those looks they're getting. Um, you know, one-on-one, we've got to do a better job tackling in the open field with some of our uh, backups. Uh, but uh, I think just overall for a first scrimmage, uh, very pleased with it. You mentioned the wide receiver group. Do you see anybody specifically emerging as a leader of the group? Well, I think, uh, you know, coming out of the scrimmage Saturday, I mean, I think Isaiah Winstead, Jalen Johnson, C.J. Johnson. Um, I mean, I really consider Shane and Shane uh, Calhoun and Ryan Jones. I mean, I know they're tight ends, but I would consider them in there too. So I think those guys are really uh, standing out right now. Um, we've got a couple of guys that are injured. Uh, so uh, that's one of the reasons that uh, you know maybe they're not standing out. They'll be back uh, hopefully next week. Um, you look at uh, uh, Jarrett Gardner. I thought he had a really good practice today. We talked about yesterday just him, you know, really competing, trying to take take that next step. He did some really good stuff. Uh, showed up in the overtime period right there at the end. So uh, you know, I want to see how the rest of practice was for him, but uh, feeling very good. All right, C.J. Schaefer there getting in a question about the receiver position and a lot of guys emerging, including Isaiah Winstead, 
good to hear cj johnson doing well also and uh really excited if we can get a motivated um fired up cj to add to this arsenal uh starting to get excited about this offense as uh just two saturdays left without pirate football just one saturday left without college football with uh, week zero beginning a couple saturdays from now all right that does it for today's edition of pirate radio live as we wrapped it up with our flight by yingling practice report we'll be back with you tuesday three o'clock for an all-new edition of prl for shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt cj Schaefer, the crew here at pirate radio thanks for tuning in today we'll talk to you tuesday so long everybody Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.